alarm rings That could only mean one thing I know when that alarm rings That could only mean one thing It's the first song of the day Okay, here we go A tradition on the show First song of the day Kind of a flashback What do you choose, Fallon Bonset? I wanted uh, There was news that came out yesterday Of Harry Styles dating someone And it was heartbreaking to people across the world Because she's a very talented and beautiful woman but I wanted to remind you that you're beautiful with this banger this morning. Ah, uh, that is so sweet. Mm-hmm. My yes. God. Let's yep. do it. Uh, One Direction. You know, you're ridiculous. I don't know why you, you people like you and Tina what? are the problem in the world, especially Tina is a problem in the world. Yeah. Well, it's KDWB. Good morning, by good morning. the way. Let me, let me do this for you first. Let me explain why Tina is a problem in the world. Okay. Here comes $1,000. Your chance to delete your debt win $1,000 now on 101.3 KDWB. Text the nationwide keyword pay to 200 200 you'll get a confirmation text and info standard data and message rates apply in this nationwide contest that's pay to 200 200 okay p a y text that in you're going nobody ever wins those things ah uh, uh, uh. that's not true because yesterday i believe her name is santiago sanchez she won a thousand dollars on this here radio station, because she did exactly yep. what you should be doing right now. Text that keyword, which right now is pay to 200, 200. I think she's from Shakopee. I'm not really sure. That yeah. sticks in my mind. I'm not really sure. I don't know. And uh, she won $1,000. So go ahead and text that in. What are you going to do with $1,000 richer? Just mad money. Mm-hmm. It, it's called delete your debt. I hate that name because it's boring to delete your debt. I think you should blow it on something stupid yeah. like a pinball machine, combination pinball machine and aquarium. So it's got a pinball machine and... And an aquarium built into the back the of it. The problem is you've been blowing your money on stupid stuff for a long time. True, yeah. And now in your debt now is overwhelming your anxiety. So now you're like, I ah, maybe I should chisel away at that a little bit, not get the underwater pinball machine. It's not underwater. It's if you pay attention, it's an aquarium pinball machine. Oh, would that be oh, cool? You know it's gonna leak. You know it's gonna leak. <laughs> I, my mom one Christmas got me an R two D two fish aquarium. Oh no. Which was dope. Yeah. But then like it was not a safe space for fish to live. It would leak and stuff. I'm like, I don't think I should be housing fish in here. It's unfair to them. So now I have the big R2-D2 aquarium because I would never get rid of it because it's a badass aquarium. Yeah, yeah. Not safe living conditions, Dave. It leaked then. I was a slumlord to those fish. Yeah, those poor fish. Yeah. Did they make it? No, Dave. They're all dead? Fish never All make of it. them? Have you ever seen fish at my house or photos of fish? No, you <laughs> no. have not. So here's the problem with Tina. So yeah. Tina's like one of these people who's like, oh, no, Harry Styles is dating some woman named Olivia. And I'm like. Olivia Wilde. Yeah, yeah she's, she's all right. So it's like, why do you get upset about that? Harry Styles doesn't even know you're alive. It's not as if if Harry came into town and he was single and he met you, Tina, he'd be like, you know what I'd like to do? I'd like to take it out to Ike's and get like a cocktail. It would never happen hey, that number way. Number one, he is English, not Australian. You've same got to work on that. Thing, Secondly, same thing. That is not true because there are constant stories of these things happening, which give women no, like us hope. Constant, no. It's true. Yes. Zach Efron is currently dating a waitress from a restaurant he went into. Yeah, so everyone across the world is now like, oh! It's like people who want to become a hip-hop star. Yeah, I was what? watching. I was Wait, watching wow. uh, Dr. Pimple Popper last night. Sick. Okay, Why? so there's a woman who's like going to Dr. Pimple Popper. Yeah. No, she had like a, yeah, she had a big cyst on the back of her shoulder. I don't want to hear it. Don't and so, and so she, they go in the bedroom, and there's her husband, who's like close to my age. He's all tatted up, and he's got his little studio there in the corner of the bedroom, and he's like, yeah, I'm going to be a hip-hop star. It's like, no, you're not, and you are not going to date Harry Styles. Get over it. Go to DeVry, learn how to weld, 
and you'll finally have something going on in your life. Tina, go to DeVry and learn how to weld. Wait, what? I, I don't, don't know what, how you got <laughs> to this. I don't know how you got there. Learn welding. This message brought to you by DeVry. Okay. They're sponsoring um, this part of the show. I didn't know. I will throw this out here right now because why not? I'll go ahead and shock you right now. Um, uh, and I think you know. I don't know if you know about this or not, but I'll go ahead and shock you right now. So... People have been saying, well, Dave, how long are you going to be at the radio station? Yeah. How long are you going to be there? Some people are like, good God, Dave, you've been there since I was in third grade. You're still there, and I'm a grandfather now. So it's time for you to go. Other people are like, hey, you know what? I don't know what you're going to do. If, I what, don't know you anyone know. that says it's time for you to go, for the record. Fortunately, I don't get a lot of that, yeah. and I really appreciate that, But although there are some people who probably wish that. Uh, yesterday, I signed an extension on my contract okay. that brings that keeps me here all the way through May of 2023. So another okay. two and a half years. All right. So you're stuck with me for another two and a half years. So right now you're either going, that's really good news. You know what? I'm glad that you're going to be here for a while. I think people Or you're excited. going, good God, bring in somebody <laughs> new. Well, the good news is they still might. They still might. They might, you know, in May of this year, they might go, I've had enough. I don't think so. I I've don't had think enough. most people don't want something new. Most people don't like like you change you is think, good. It'd be good if I left. Change is good in theory, but no one likes change. That's the difference. No, that's not true. That's not true. I'll give you an example. Okay. You moved. Yeah. Do you love your new house? But I didn't look forward to it and I wasn't excited about it. It took me a minute. Would you move back? Would I move back to my old house? Yeah. No. Well see, there you go. People love change. They don't they do after the fact. They don't initially. That's what I mean. When Lena left the show, yeah. they hated the fact that you were here. I yeah. hated the fact that you were here. Yeah. You made my life miserable. I still do. You had fair. funny bangs and you had an accent. Thank you. After all these years, kind of used to it. I mean, you're used to it. That doesn't mean you like it. You still wish you had Lena, and I don't blame you for that. I think a lot of people still do, so maybe she'll come oh. back. She's <laughs> in New York. She filled in for me on maternity leave. I've been waiting for that. Wait, who's on maternity leave? I've, she filled in for me when I was on maternity oh, leave. Oh, you said Matia. She's on she's maternity She's not. Leave. No, I don't think she okay. wants children, so okay. she's not. So there's the news. Let me know how you feel about it, whether this is a good thing or a bad thing at KDWB153921. Jenny, thumbs up or thumbs down on staying for another year afterward? Jenny's eh, like, yeah. She's got know. one thumb sideways and one thumb this way. Screw you, Jenny. Look. God, what? Are you mad she doesn't have, like, confetti or something? Because you still owe her money, all right? Yeah, you're indebted to her. I don't owe Jenny any money. Yes, you do. For you, what? All the time. You're like, Jenny, will you go get me coffee? I'll pay you back. And then you don't pay her back. Well, okay, that is not true. That is a lie. I always <laughs> okay. say, Jenny, you look like you need a cup of coffee. Let yeah. me buy you a cup of coffee. Run over to the Caribou. Here's $10. And she's like, oh, thank you. So, And by the way, Jenny, when you're over there, mm -hmm. since you're going to be yes. there anyway, will you pick me up a cup of coffee? Yes. So I don't owe her any money, but the good news is, yes. if you think it's good news, or it is news, whether it's good or not, yeah. it's that I'm going to be here for another two and a half years. I think that you After that, I'm done. So done. That is not so true. So out. That is not true. You've said that before. You're never yeah, leaving. I've said, I've, said it, I've said this before. I said that KDWB will keep you in here like a skeleton in a biology class as long as you're still making them money. They'll roll you in every day. They'll like move. The, Jenny's job will be to move the little, like little skeleton's mouth. Yep. And then they'll just play like old audio of you and they'll be like, oh, fresh new Dave's dirt coming up next. And then it'll be someone throwing their voice to sound like you. Wow. That sounds like it's an easy, if Jenny's doing all the mouth moving and yeah. somebody else is talking, then yeah. I'm, I'm in. Anyway, I want to let you know about that coming up on KWB. Life changes. And Allison, my daughter, who grew up on KWB, had a big day yesterday for the very first time something happened. 
And I'm gonna. I told her so I'm gonna call you tomorrow morning, this morning at like six twenty to find out how it went. Okay. So we're gonna talk to Allison coming up next. Probably something you've either been through or you will go through at some time during your life. We'll do that coming up next on KDWE. So the feedback so far and the fact that I've signed an extension on my contract is that it's mostly positive. I'm it looking at text messages. Positive. It says, uh, "Couldn't be happier, Dave. My man is staying put. Love Amanda May." Another one says, "This is the best news, Dave. Tuesday made." Another one said, too bad Payless is closed because that should be your future career. Wow. If Payless is closed, I seriously? I closed. But, and you really are good with looking at a person and knowing what shoe size they wear. You're a nine. No. Yep. You're terrible at it then. Uh, somebody else said, uh, super excited for you to stick around, Dave. Thank you. I appreciate this. Yay, I'm glad you're staying, but I have a feeling Katie would be would prop up your corpse in the corner just to pimp your name. <laughs> Let me tell you, this radio True. station would do anything for money. Did I ever tell you the story? I'm going to tell you the story one time about the Nazi party ad that we were going to have run on the radio station. Well, I mean, we play the aggressive uh, religious ads now yeah. on iHeartRadio, so. We were we were going to do it, and we didn't want to get in trouble. We said, let's call one of the young salespeople and tell them we're with the Nazi party, and we want to buy ads on KDWB and see how far we got. Oh, God. And see whether, like... Absolutely no. not, and hang up on us and be like, well, you know what? How much you got to spend? Oh, gosh. <laughs> That's not funny. No. Nazis are not funny. I no. get that. Um, uh, let me ask Allison um, a question. Allison, are you glad your dad is staying for another couple of years at KDWB? Well, yeah, of course. Okay, good. Because if not, you'd be at home nagging her, and she ain't about that life. <laughs> I'd be over a whole lot more. Allison had a big day yesterday. It's my daughter, Allison who basically, yeah. she was a year old when when I moved here, and she's grown up on KDWB. Yes. She did the Hollister song. She's done tons of stuff. Former Chaska Hawk, former Tommy from St. Thomas, and now a mommy. You're a Tommy mommy. <laughs> Quite the intro. Um, <laughs> so yesterday you had a big day. You took your five, she turns five months old today? Yeah, today. She's five months old. You took Ava to daycare for the first time, and you were nervous and excited and all those things that new parents feel when they're taking their baby to daycare. How did it go? How did you do? Um, yeah, I mean, it was. I was so nervous. I've been, like, waiting for this day for a long time, like, in, like, kind of anticipation. But um, I think I, like, worked myself up, like, thinking the worst, that it went so much better than I thought. What did you think was going to happen? What was the bad part you thought was going to happen? I just thought she would be crying there all day, like, you know, never happy because she's, like, in an unfamiliar place and all these, like, strange people. But, um, you know, the the daycare sent us, they have, like, an app, and they send us little updates, and um, that made it a lot better because could, I could actually see, oh, she's eating or she's, you know, like, actually napped a little bit. Or I saw the um, picture of all the little little babies, like five months old around her age, little bald-headed babies sitting around the teacher, and the teacher was showing them a car and how a car, <laughs> a little toy car works, and some were looking. One kid was face down on the blanket. <laughs> it was so yeah. adorable, a little bald-headed boy over on the right-hand so side. Um, so when you picked her up, how did she react when you picked her up? Um, she was playing in like a little bouncer. She was holding a little ball and it was so cute. She actually, she actually cried when we took her out of the bouncer because she didn't want to leave. <laughs> <laughs> and then yesterday, all during the day, you're working from home. How did you do? Yep. Were you able to concentrate on work or how did you do? I mean, at first, 
when I got home, I like didn't want to sit down and start working. I was kind of like pacing back and forth, like, uh, what do I do now? But uh, once I started to like get some of those updates and like hear that she was doing better, I was like, okay, like this is this is going this is going fine. So. Mm-hmm. That is a great little piece of technology. They didn't have that when you and Car- Carson were little. Yeah. It was like, we dropped you off, and we didn't hear from them. Or They see- left for a week. They left yeah. for an entire week, but, you know, they assumed you were doing okay. But now there's an app, and you can <laughs> Actually, see. No, Dave, think about this. You've told me this story before. Allison, can you imagine this? One time, Dave and your mom went to New York with you. And they hired, didn't you hire like LA, a babysitter? Yeah, LA, okay, yeah. A babysitter out of a newspaper mm-hmm. to watch Phone you book. Yeah. while they went around. Can you imagine a life where that is a thing? <laughs> nope, definitely not. But, you know, <laughs> not now. But no. I mean, Allison was about four. That was in 96. Yeah. We went to see The Tonight Show, and we couldn't take Allison to The Tonight Show, so we had to leave her in a hotel room with a babysitter. Ninety nine point nine percent of people who advertise as babysitters are good babysitters. That's true. Yeah. That's so true. we figured we were pretty safe. Yeah. So uh how are you doing today? You dropping her off later in the morning? Yep. Are you um, are you feeling good about it or better? And, uh, yeah, I feel a lot better about it than I was yesterday. So um now it's just the the norm, right? Mm-hmm. I guess so, yeah. Well you know what? I'm glad you got through it. I know you were worried about it, but I knew like everything, every, nearly everything turns out okay. When people say it's going to be fine, yeah. usually they're right. Yeah. So glad it worked out uh, yeah. okay. When Allison was yeah. younger in 2007, you might remember this song that Allison did, same girl, just 13 years later. I'm going to play the Hollister song. Okay, Allison? <laughs> oh, geez. Okay. Love you, Allison. Love you. If you take me to Walmart, then you're not my dad. If you take me to Walmart, then you're not my dad. H-O-L-L-I-S-T-E-R, yeah. H-O-L-L-I-S-T-E-R. There's a store, Dad, down at the mall, and you can smell it from way down the hall. Super cute, teas and tanks and camis too. Mom, can I please have a few bucks so I don't look like you? Employees all drink caribou, either that or jamba juice. Take me, I'll be nice to you. All the gay guys shop there too. American Eagles over with, they're just so 2006. You can go, but don't come in, cause you're so embarrassing. Me and my friends buy their clothes, then we grab our camera phones, strike an inappropriate pose, and put the pictures on my face. God, Allison, give me a break. We're on a beer budget. You got champagne taste. I'm taking you to Penny's and then over to Pomida. You ain't wearing clothes that show off your booty. If you want to go to college, then you better well acknowledge that we got to save some money. So what's wrong with dressing funny? I don't want to make you mad, but Walmart really ain't that bad. If you take me to Walmart, then you're not my dad. Dad, can you give me $150? What do you need $150 for? I'm going to Hollister. Hollister? They got 
got great stuff down Kmart. We're getting in the car. We're going to Kmart. Let's go. Kmart? Just give me your wallet. I don't know if either of those two stores are open anymore. Kmart and Hollister, I think, are closed. Yeah. <laughs> it's that song came Pennies out. Pennies is still open. And let me tell you who loves Pennies. Who? My mama. Is that she, right? That's where everyone gets their gift card yep. for the holidays. She it's, loves it. It's her jam. Pomida also. I'm sorry. Pomida, I don't think, is open Aww. anymore. Replaced by Dollar General. Uh, coming up on KWB. So a woman's got a resume, and she's not getting any action on this resume. She's putting it out. She's putting on the websites. Yeah. No action on the resume. Huh. Turns out that autocorrect done her wrong no. on her resume. I'll oh, tell you no. what happened on her resume. Proofread your resume before you upload it somewhere. We'll tell you about that coming up next on KDWB. Brought to you by Arthur's Jewelers. Uh, text that keyword pay to 200-200 to get that $1,000. That's this hour's keyword. And you can win $1,000. We had a winner yesterday, right around this time. Yeah. And I think her name was Santiago Sanchez. She won a 1000 What a badass name that is. I know. You know, I think about names, and I come up with Dave Ryan, and then I hear names like Santiago Sanchez. If I were to name myself a radio name Santiago Sanchez... I'd be huge by now. You what think a, so? Yeah. What a what great, memorable name. Dave Ryan. Pick the, hey, I got an idea. Pick the two blandest names in the world and put the on the radio. To be fair. Quentin Tarantino. Is that his real name, Billy Eilish. Aren't those their Oprah real names? Oprah Winfrey. What? Aren't those their real names, though? They didn't pick those names? Yeah, I know. But they got great names. And look what it's done for them. Fallon Bonsett. Nothing. You're an average girl. Yeah. You got a cool name. Thank you. I hated it growing up, though. That's what happens. You If you have a quote-unquote cool name growing up you hate it because you can't find a keychain anywhere with your name on it it's true it's so annoying (laughs) all right speaking of names uh if you are doing a resume and you've got an interesting name make sure that autocorrect doesn't screw that up for you you can see this on the main page of our our website at daveryanshow.com so a woman is applying for jobs and she's not getting any calls and it turned out that uh, her name her real name is unusual in the first place princess banana ham h-a-m-m princess banana ham Autocorrect changed it to Princess Banana Hammock, which I guess is a word they used on Friends. Oh, I didn't know that. I, I mean, you I've know. seen every Friends, but I don't remember that. Well, it's, you know, Banana Hammock refers to like right. a little tiny little like, you know, swimsuit for guys, Banana yes. Hammock. So his girlfriend been applying for jobs, no takers, and then they figured out somehow the resume app autocorrected her name to her username, Princess Banana Hammock. Believe it or not, even with that name on a resume, she, I guess, did get two interviews. But now that her real name is back on there, she's expecting to get a few more. Well, okay. I guess when I, like, I didn't realize how similar her name actually was to that. Princess Banana Ham. Don't, uh, to me, I don't know where, I've never heard of anyone with even a remotely similar name. I hope that's accurate. You know, that sounds like a little too hard to believe, too. Like, her real name is Princess Banana Ham. Like, did she legally change her name at some point to that because mm-hmm. as an employer you know me i've hired so many people in my life i would think that, that it was a prank if i saw that come across my desk that would be a little bit unfortunate because when you saw a resume like that and she's like no oh, nobody will take me serious because mom and dad named me princess banana ham yeah maybe that's not a real name maybe, maybe. i've got this to- story totally wrong but it is what it is listen we don't we don't do a lot of fact checking on the show absolutely not that's so much work we just pretty much read whatever's in front of us. Um, uh, coming up on the show, speaking of fact-checking, this is the worst story slash best story of the week. There's a star from the 70s and 80s. Her name is Tanya Roberts. And she was about 60 years old, and she had died of COVID. Oh. Turned out, no, she didn't. They got it wrong. Somebody is lying. We think it's her sketchy, sketchy boyfriend. Oh, gosh. It turns out that she's alive. Apparently, she is in the hospital. 
But I'll tell you the whole story coming up in a second, because not only was it like, oh, she died of COVID. Oh, no, she didn't. It was like the boyfriend really thought that she had died of COVID and even claimed that she died in his arms. Then he gets a phone call from the hospital saying, oh, yeah, by the way, she's not dead. She's alive. And this is all caught on tape in the middle of an interview. It's weird. It's it's strange. I'll play the whole. You don't have to know who Tanya Roberts is to get this story. I'll tell you all about it coming up next on KDWB. It's time for Dave's Dirt on 101.3 KDWB. Let's get started with the dirt. Here's the unusual story of the day, and it's almost a little bit hard to explain, but I'm going to do my best. Okay. So uh, this actress, Tanya Roberts, she was big back in the 70s. I think she was on big shows like Charlie's Angels. She was kind of like the sexy 24, 30-year-old woman. But she was also on that 70s show. She was on that 70s show. I never watched that, but she was on that yeah. show. She's like the mom on the 70s she show, She was the right? mom. Uh, I think she was Donna's mom. So the story is that she had died, and I think it was complications due to COVID. Well, it turned out that she didn't die. I think she is still sick, but here's the story. Sunday, her agent said she was dead and said he got the news from her husband, a guy named Lance. Well, it turned out Lance isn't her husband, but it's her longtime boyfriend, and yesterday he's being interviewed about her death by Inside Edition. In the middle of the interview, Lance, the not husband but boyfriend, gets a call from the hospital saying she's still alive. Which I've got the audio from in a couple of seconds here. And he goes, oh, my God, she's alive. Thank God. Then he broke down. It's a weird moment. I don't want to judge. But when you hear his reaction, his reaction's just kind of strange. But I wouldn't know. Now, if if it's genuine, how would you react? I don't even know. I I don't know how you would react. I don't know how you would go from one extreme to the other. But I also can't imagine a scenario where they would just call you and say, by the way, we double-checked. We give her a little poke in the foot. Turns out she's alive. I can't imagine a scenario like that. So after that, TMZ spoke with Lance and Tanya's rep, and this guy's name is Mike. Lance told him that he went to the hospital on Sunday after doctors called him and told him Tanya was fading fast and wasn't going to make it. So when he got there, she opened her eyes and tried to grab him, then closed her eyes again. He apparently assumed she was dead, and then he left the hospital without speaking to medical staff, which is not that unreasonable. If she dies, you might just sit there for a while and then leave. But I, I don't know. There are certain signs in a hospital, I would think, if someone has passed. What do you mean? Well, wouldn't she be attached to some kind of machine that would indicate flatlining or something? Not necessarily. When my dad died, they had taken him off all the machinery, so right. he was just there. And so, but he did another interview. He said that she died in my arms. And then another interview, he said that a hospital worker told him, that her opening her eyes was just a reflex, and for all intents and purposes, she was gone. Oh, God. He okay. also said that she'd been taken off life support. There's no chance she's going to make it. So here's what happened. Here's the actual interview when he gets the phone call to find out that she is not dead. It's just weird, and here we go. I was interviewing her longtime boyfriend, Lance O'Brien, when the shocking, almost impossible-to-believe news came in that Tanya was alive. Now you're telling me that, that she's alive? Oh, thank the Lord. Thank God. He says Tanya did not have COVID but was placed on a ventilator because she was struggling to breathe. He says due to COVID-19 protocol, he was not allowed to be at her hospital bed at Cedars-Sinai Medical Center to comfort her until what he thought were her final hours yesterday. What just happened, Lance? What was what was that? The hospital's telling me she's alive. 
And they're, they're calling me from the ICU team. So the hospital just called you right now and told you that Tanya is still alive? Yeah. <laughs> I'm so happy. And that's the end of the clip. What do you make of that? I don't know. I mean, the how would you, the, like you said, the main, the weirdest part is if it was my loved one, there's no way, even if I thought like they had brought me in because it's their final breath, if there was a final breath, I would just be like, all right, well, I'm going to go home without talking to any doctors or nurses. Yep, there's no yep. way on earth I yep. would do that. Then there's no way on earth if I thought that I'd get a random call from a doctor that's like, guess what? They're alive. What? I wonder what the lag time was between, oh, she died in my arms to, oh, call up. And the next day. He said that. The next well, day? That clip, I believe the, uh, the interviewer said that, that makes clip sense. was that he was been there the night before. It makes me wonder if she was ever even in the hospital. So uh, It's weird. I bet she is in the hospital because you would be able to, the it, Inside Edition would be able to fact check that part. You know what I'm going to do right now? I'm going to lighten the mood here. We're going to talk to Weather Please. Girl Jenny about The Bachelor. Did you watch The Bachelor last night? I did not, but you know what? what? I got Tina here, Tina and did. she did. So Tina? she enlighten you. Tina, number one, I'm sorry that Harry Styles broke your heart and doomed any chance of relationship because now he's dating Olivia Wild. Olivia Wild. Yeah, the one per mate, no, 0.002% chance I had with him is now gone. <laughs> so Bachelor last night, did the, one of the girls actually bring an adult toy when she first met uh, met? Matt? She sure did. And Why? then she proceeded to like use it to like touch other things and other people. I have a clip for you here because oh Tina can't God. get through this story without giggling. No. Here we go. I'm Katie. Let's Hi, Katie. Hi. Nice, nice to meet you. meet you too. So I brought something from home okay. that's really special to me and I thought I'd share it with you. You know, this pandemic was really hard for me and this just really got me through a lot. Mm -hmm. And I was hoping to pass the torch to you. <laughs> <laughs> but after seeing how you look and knowing that the uh, fantasy suite is so far away, I actually might need it just for like a little bit longer. <laughs> a vibrator? A vibrator? No, she did not. Did they blur this out, Tina? Because I can't imagine yeah. they would show it. Yes, yeah, so they put like one of those moving black boxes. We actually made a joke where like whoever the editor was on this was probably like, come on, I have to keep moving this black box all over the episode. <laughs> Do you think this is legit, Tina, or did the producer say, I get an idea for you. Here's what you're going to do, Katie. You're going to take in this big vibrator and hand it to Matt. Oh, definitely that, but yeah. that's what makes the show so great. Side note, are they next to a fountain, waterfall, or in a rainforest? They're in this? front of this gigantic hotel that's the most luxurious thing I've ever seen somewhere in the East Coast. Kind of looks like the, um, the hotel from The Shining, but it's not that one, oh. but it looks like that yeah. one. Are they okay. in Charlotte? Um, I, that's a great question, <laughs> Dave. Great question. Jersey City? Maybe. Maybe. Could be. Baltimore? Love that city. Who says Baltimore like you just Baltimore. said it? Baltimore? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank, thank you, Tina, for that excellent report on The Bachelor. I appreciate you. Um, all right. In other things, um, this is it's kind of a good news story. A guy rides a bike to return a wallet, and then he gets a reward. Check this out. Here we go. I would always expect someone to do the right thing like just to do the honorable thing that's the main thing and he's like no 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 i know what it's like i just wanted to return it before the holidays he was humble he was kind he went out of his way just to do a nice gesture i made a facebook post that just wanted to share the aloha moment no words can truly explain how i'm feeling right now you know it wasn't my year you know i'm not the richest guy on the planet but it showed me that there's still hope 
So in other words, he returns this wallet, gets rewarded with a new car. They gave him a new That's car. Not it's not real life, but uh, night good karma that he returned the wallet. Yes. I think I told you when I was a kid, high school, I found uh, always felt terrible about this. There's a kid in a wheelchair. Should you share this story? Yeah, I'll share the story because it shows you that I was a little prick when I was a kid. So uh, I'm in high school, 10th grade or so, kid in a wheelchair. Everybody knew the kid, liked the kid, but I found his wallet. Yeah. Like outside one of the doors at school. I opened it up. Of course, there's going to be money in there. How much do you think was in there? $5. $20. Ooh. What do you think I did? Well, obviously you took it. Of course I did. Sick. But then I felt bad for having the wallet, so I dropped it in a mailbox. I'm sure it eventually got back to him. But it's like if anybody deserves a break in life, mm-hmm. it should have been the kid in the wheelchair. Yeah. Then here comes this kid going, yep. oh, here's $20 that I don't need that I'll probably spend on something stupid. Yeah. And I could have just found him and given it back to him. Could have. Is this... Do you feel like you've changed since then? I think I probably would give back the wallet now, unless it had you gave a back the wallet. Then I well, asked if you give the cash amount. back, Dave. How much is in the wallet this time? Let's say, let's say it's fifty dollars. Today I would, yeah, yeah. I don't need the fifty dollars like I did back then. Okay. Uh, this is Lamar Odom explaining his Black Jesus alter ego on Instagram. And by the way, uh, people think that he's on drugs again. Here's uh-huh. a short clip. It's Lamar Odom, man. Black Jesus is just my alter ego, and I'm trying to bless y'all in 2K and Madden on Twitch. Just my alter ego. Me okay. Uh, list of celebrities who were canceled this year. Here we go. The internet canceling celebrities faster than Netflix can cancel your favorite shows. If you want to keep up, here's a list of some of the celebrities canceled in 2020. Ellen, over allegations of a toxic Me. workplace, but she's bounced back completely. J.K. Rowling over her anti-trans tweets. Uh, Vogue editor Anna Wintour for an alleged history of not supporting or elevating black content creators or employees. Okay. Um, a couple of YouTubers, and it's usually for racist stuff. Yeah, usually. Um, Leah Michelle, after fellow Glee actress Samantha Marie Ware accused her of various microaggressions on the set. Mm. Uh, Kirstie Alley for criticizing the Oscars diversity initiative and being a Trump supporter. Um, Brian Adams. Remember Brian Adams? Summer of 69, Brian Adams? Okay. Doesn't he have one more, like, big popular song? Oh, tons, yeah. Okay. Finding it hard to believe we're we're in heaven. heaven. A bunch more, too. Uh, he got canceled for blaming the pandemic on, quote, some blanking bat-eating wet market animal-selling virus-making greedy bastards. That got him canceled. Uh, Dance Bomb star Abby Lee Miller after allegations of racism. Mm. And Chris Bratt. Pratt, sorry, for being a member of a supposedly anti-LGBTQ church. Also, his perceived conservative views led him to be an unofficially named Hollywood's worst Chris. Oh, there are a lot of Chris's in Hollywood. Uh, they say, though, they said it's a stretch to say that he's been canceled. He's probably going to be fine because he even has the support of many of his Hollywood liberal friends. And the jury's still out on Ellen, but it feels like she's got a good chance of surviving this. Because don't you think that people have kind of moved on from the whole For thing? For the most part. Yeah. I think some people will remember, but I think there were just bigger issues at hand this year that people are like, really, do we care that much about Chris Pratt or Ellen? Right. Uh, Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles are a couple. Ooh. And a source says they've been dating for a few weeks. They're spotted holding hands at a wedding of Harry's agent in California this past weekend. She is 36. He is 26. He is known to like older women. Like, that is his thing. Is that his thing? Yes. Um, we'll move on from that story, though, because, you know, it's, it is what it is. 
Uh, sources say Kim and Kanye are living separate lives, and Kim wants out. She's left with the choice of being a single 40-something-year-old mom with four kids or staying with her mentally unstable husband who doesn't respect her. Wouldn't be surprised. No. I don't see... I, she, she's too, I don't know, steadfast, for lack of a better word, and he's all over the map. Yeah, she's very... I agree. She's a very... Uh, I don't really like the word... I think she's an intelligent person. She's a good businesswoman. People can give her crap, but she's like everyone. Uh, when I follow these, like you know, celebrity accounts where they rat people out, they always say she's incredibly professional. Like she's very professional. She is on time for meetings. She is. I don't know. So I, th- I think it would be hard to be someone who's really ambitious, driven, focused, and be with someone who you don't know what they're going to do be every right. single day. And you're kind of su- shocked Surprised. and embarrassed at what they do and every day too. He did. He and he'll randomly go on rants against her, and she always supports him even when he's going through one of those mm-hmm. moments. And it's like, eh. yeah, you would have thought they'd be the perfect celebrity couple, both billionaires. But mm-hmm. apparently, I don't know if he's a billionaire or not. I think they're both like millionaires, but yeah. All right, coming up on KDWB. Uh, over the holiday, we all had an assignment on the show. Myself and Fallon and, and uh, Tina and Jenny, we all said, what are you an expert in? And we all came up with categories that we're experts in. We're not experts in, like, you know, technically experts in anything. There's certain no. things we all know a lot about. Jenny, for example, claims she's an expert in math. Tina claims she's an expert in anything Disney. So we've all taken the opportunity to try to humiliate and discredit the other person Aww. by coming up with questions that will stump them. So I'm going to quiz Jenny on yeah. math. Who's quizzing Tina on Disney? Me. Okay. I, did, I I just have a handful of questions. Some kind of like, and I do have one Pixar, so I know she likes Pixar and they're usually like connected, so I think she'll be okay with that. Okay. So. And we'll do that next. Also, another $1,000 delete your debt keyword is coming up in a minute. On KDWB, if you need to reach us, we're always here. You can call us anytime at 651-989-KDWB. Unlike you, we do answer our calls from unknown numbers, because I know you don't. Why would you? <laughs> I got one yesterday. He's laying down to take a nap, and the phone rings. I'm like, hmm. Nope. Voicemail later is all about my car's warranty expiring. Oh, no. And I was so glad that I wow. did not bother yeah. to take that one. Uh, and you can text us, too, at KDWB1. Okay, text that word. We had a winner yesterday. Smile. 200, 200 is the number. It's easy to do. Type in smile, 200, 200. Send the click the send little arrow. You know how to do this. You've done it a zillion times. Don't stop now. Get nope. a chance at $1,000. Nobody else you text today is going to send you $1,000. Nobody. You can text your mama. You can text your boss. You can text your daughter. Ain't nobody going to give you $1,000. What about just that guy us. that nope. promised nope. in my nope. DMs that he would send me a weekly allowance to be his sugar baby? What about him? He just looked you up on Twitter and he said pass. Yeah. So he, he said, God. yeah, I'm sorry about that. And he found out you're married and you've got a kid and another kid. So yeah, not as interested now. Jenny, on the other hand, could probably get $1,000 by selling pictures of her feet. Nope, not her feet. There's so many people on TikTok that have been showing their OnlyFans accounts and doing like feet pictures, and they're making like six figures within like a couple months. Six. I know, and I'm just like, you're missing opportunities. Your feet are not good. I know. I Thank was you. wondering. Uh, see, personally, <laughs> I would take that thousand dollars and go see a foot doctor and multiple other people to figure yeah. out what to do about these mangly feet. Because you need they're a podiatrist. So <laughs> now, here's an idea: hmm. you just give them a little little top shot of the clavage. Yeah, and, and an that takes away from like the hangnails and the the black toenail I have. Ugh. 
Oh, Dr. Yeah. Pimple no? Popper took one look at Jenny's feet and closed her doors. She's like, just <laughs> no, just no, done. I was the one who made her shut her doors. <laughs> so we're going to give each other a quiz here. Hi, it's KWB, the Dave Ryan in the Morning Show. It is Tuesday and um, uh, coming up in about 25 minutes or so, somebody accused Fallon of being a fraud and a liar. And I got to tell you about this email. It's coming up in a few minutes. And then the worst part, I assume it can't be that terrible because you wouldn't surprise me with it if it was like really bad. You don't know that. I, you're right, but I don't know that because there's part of there's always a part of something that like dies off in your eyes when you and they i don't like right. it they could be right though you might be a fraud and a liar i don't know okay okay we all asked each other the other day what are you an expert in i said i'm an expert in anything in the 80s because that yeah. that's when i like you know first started in radio so anything about the 80s jenny knows all about i have math but i haven't practiced it in a while so i don't know how good i'll be but i was very good in school we'll see mm-hmm. Tina, you're an expert in... Disney. Disney. And Fallon, you're an expert in... Nothing, but I had to choose something, <laughs> so I chose pop culture. Okay, pop culture. Here we go with... Uh, I'm going to quiz Jenny first here. Okay. Are you ready, okay. Jenny? Here we go. Yep. Five questions. I'll make it quick. You have a room full of people. They all want a brownie. Okay. You have 36 brownies, and you have 12 people. What mathematical method do you use to find out how many brownies each person should get? Oh, you divide 36. You divide, exactly, division. Give yourself a point. I don't need the answer. I just need the mathematical method. Okay. Wow. Next one. Jenny, you're in a class at Fond du Lac High School. You're one of only three kids in the whole school that's able to understand this course, which is defined as a branch of mathematics that helps us understand changes between values related by a function. What math class are you in? Um... I want to say if we're going specifically trigonometry. No, sorry, calculus. Uh, Sorry. Okay. Um, Next one. Jenny, your friend Abby hooked up with a guy and forgot to use a condom. mm. She's trying to figure out how long ago was her last period. It's been three weeks, so she should be safe. What mathematical (laughs) method did your friend Abby use to figure out she's probably not pregnant? It's been three weeks, so she thinks she's safe. Yeah, well, it's three weeks since she... Just go with me. What method did she use to figure out that she's probably safe? I mean, she subtracted days. Subtracted, yeah. I just don't know. I feel like there's supposed to be more equations to this. Trying to make it easy for you. Here we go. Your cousin Lloyd from Amory is running from the police in his dad's Camaro at a constant speed of 94 miles an hour. Now, the cops back in Amory are busy watching Ellen's Game of Games, which isn't over for another 30 minutes. Okay. How many miles away will Lloyd be when they finally take off after him? Now, remember, he's going 94 miles an hour. He's got a 30-minute head start. How far away is he? Um, oh, I hate math. I know. So if I, I think you have to half that, so then it would be 47 miles. Yes. Jenny, you're doing good. Here Thank we go. Good job, Jenny. Jenny, you're mixing a drink that uh, calls for one half ounce of vodka, half ounce of gin, half ounce of um, vodka, gin, Half ounce of tequila, half ounce of triple sec, one ounce of sweet and sour mix, and one ounce of cola. What drink did you make for a bonus? How many ounces are in it? But let's go with it. What drink did you make? Oh, oh, I was so focused on the numbers. Now I'm confused. I'm going to say a Long Island. It is a Long Island iced tea. Jenny! (laughs) You did four out of five. You did really good. Good All right. Who's quizzing next? I'll go. I can get Fallon. Okay. Okay. So Fallon's got pop culture questions. Pop culture? Yeah. Fallon, what are the names of Kourtney Kardashian and Scott Disick's three kids? Okay, there's Mason, mm-hmm. there's um, Penelope, yep. and Rain. Good job. Thank you. Okay, Correct. Okay, good. Who is Emily Blunt married to? 
Emily Blunt is married to John Krasinski. Oh, God. I would have no, never known that. No. I had to Google all this. Okay, good job. <laughs> Give me the names of three actors or actresses that were on Game of Thrones. That were on, okay, so, okay. So let's go with, you want not names of characters. Oh, yeah. They're actual, like, real life names. They're real life names. Okay. So there's, um, oh, God, I'm blank. Amelia Clark. Mm-hmm. Why am I blanking? Because I'm nervous. Peter Dinklage. Yep. And then let's go with, uh, Sophie Turner. Good job. Thanks. Okay, did it. Good. That's three in a row. Okay, good. Fallon is an expert in pop culture. Getting quizzed right now by Jenny. What year did Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt separate? Separate. Oh, that's hard. Um, it's 2000, like, two or three, but I don't know. I don't was, know the year. You're close. It was January 2005. Okay. Oh, no, sorry. Yeah, that's no. a tough one. All right, last one. Who is the singer L. King's dad? Oh, Rob Schneider. Good job. Oh, really? Yeah. That was just a I random one. Yes. <laughs> okay, Thank you got you. four out of five. That's that's the standard right now. Jenny okay. also got four out of five. Tina. Okay. Disney. I'm so nervous. Tina's an expert in Disney. I just, you know, these are not like fun facts about Disney World or like okay. the Walt Disney. These are like movie okay. questions. Okay. What is Sleeping Beauty? Uh, Sleeping Beauty's prince's name? Her prince is Philip. Yes. Good job. Oh, wow. Okay. I didn't know that. I didn't either. No. What is the name of the underwater kingdom Ariel lives in? Uh, it, it's not Atlantis. It's um, nope. I don't know. No. Bikini ah. Bottom. <laughs> I think that's SpongeBob. You were close, Tina. It's Atlantica. Atlantica. Oh. Give me a half point. Nope. What is Andy's sister's name? Sarah. Molly. Molly. Oh, God dang it. These are hard. These though. are hard. Well, I can do easier. No, 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 no. it's good. Okay. It's good. I like it. I like a challenge. Andy has a dinosaur named Rex. What is the name of his other dinosaur? The white one? No, that's Molly. Another dinosaur? He has two dinosaurs? I guess so. I don't know. Trixie. No, that comes later. That's a trick question. Comes when? That comes when they switch at Toy Story 3. They give the toys to the new little girl, and she has the unicorn. That's a trick question. <laughs> I don't know. I just looked up Disney trivia. It's wrong. Okay. No. <laughs> Sorry, Tina. Okay. Moving on. All right. What? Fine. Okay. Uh, what are the names of Riley's five emotions? Oh, anger, joy, sadness, fear, and envy. The last one's disgust. Oh, disgust. But close. Thank you. Wow, I'm amazed that you got that many, Tina. Yeah, you've got yeah. about you got about two and a half out of th- out of five. I did do do difficult ones, I guess, Tina. I'm sorry. In hard. my heart, I got five. Can someone check to see if Bonnie had Trixie or if that was Andy's toy? Because I feel I like that one was you. mine, but we'll that's check. fine. Tina, are you quizzing me on the 80s? Yes, I am, Dave. Okay, I'm are ready. You, are you ready? I'm okay. ready. What computer model was introduced in the 80s that is listed in the Guinness World Records as the highest selling single computer model of all time? Uh, the Apple. No, it is actually the Commodore 64. Oh, oh shut David. up. I should have thought about it. Commodore 64? God, okay. It's okay. <laughs> next next question. Yeah. Which Madonna song first hit the U.S. Billboard Hot 100s in 1983? It was either Holiday or Lucky Star. I'm going to go with Holiday. It was Holiday. Yes. Woo! He's on the board, baby. Okay. All right. In which city was the 1984 Summer Olympics held? Los Angeles, California. That is correct, Dave. Yes. Oh, you need two more to tie with me, <laughs> Sort of me, but not I got really. this. Um, the 1983 film Risky Business featured this song. Just take those old records off the shelves. Yeah. Uh, old time rock and roll. That is correct, Dave. Oh my God, you need one more. Okay. 
Kids in the 1980s grew up watching VHS tapes. What does VHS stand for? Oh, video home system. That is correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're a free call. We like to panic. Uh, I kind of made that up. What else could it stand for? No I idea. think that's it. Video home system. If that is it. Yeah. All right. So uh, Tina, you almost tied us, but the three of us, the other three of us, are indeed experts. Yeah. I will say though, your your questions were really freaking hard, yeah. Tina. And really quickly, it sorry. says it does say Trixie was Bonnie's Thank toy, you. and appears to be of the same toy line as Rex, is what it says. But, but it wasn't Andy's toy, which yeah. was the question, so I get two points for that. Thank you. You don't get two points. I get two. All right, coming up, you wow. can play something you can work. We're going to play $500 Name That Tune. It is from Fox 9 and the TV show Name That Tune on tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. $500. This is like just out of nowhere. All you got to do is listen. I'll play a little snippet of a song, and then you get to call and tell me what song it is. It's $500. It's coming up next. Okay, in a couple of seconds, I'm going to get for you $500 from the TV show Name That Tune on Fox 9, which is tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. Hang on for that one. Uh, speaking of money, we gave away $1,000 yesterday on the Delete Your Debt contest. Yes. And here is our winner from yesterday. Hi, I'm Santana from Minneapolis, and I just won $1,000 on KDWB. 1000 bucks. All she had to do is text in that keyword. This hour's keyword is pay. I want to say it's pay. Text in uh, pay, the word pay, P-A-Y, to 200-200. That's how she won. That's how you can win a thou what? That was last hour. What is this hour's keyword? That is that smile? Smile. That's why it's very important we get the right one for you. It's smile. I should write these down somewhere, Fallon. I was going to say, well, I wrote pay down. That's why I was like, "Mm, that ain't right because that was 6 o'clock. We change it every hour because we have a winner every single hour. So text that keyword smile to 200-200. Speaking of money. What? Hmm. You ever watch TV and go, I need one of those things they're showing on this infomercial? You ever go, you know what, that's that's really cool. No, because that's because I don't watch commercials. That's not my, I mean, I'm sorry. But I used to when I was younger, yeah, because I would always want every single toy I saw in every commercial. This was an infomercial for something called the Fur Daddy. Do you know what a Fur Daddy is? Is it like you get rid of fur? Yep, exactly right. We have a new problem in the house with cat hair and dog hair. Mm. And it's on a black couch and it shows up like instantly and terribly. Yep. So I'm laying in bed the other night on vacation. Fur Daddy. Oh, Fur Daddy looks amazing. They swipe this over the couch and it miraculously disappears. And they open up the handle. There's a big clump of fur in there. They throw it in the trash. Perfect. Perfect. So I ordered it. Yeah, you nineteen ninety nine. Great deal. And for another six bucks, you get a second bonus Fur Daddy. Oh, well, that's great. That's Don't do it. No. Don't do it because they will scam you. Here's what okay. happened. I go on to order a Fur Daddy. He's like, do you want to order another one? Yeah, sure. Another six ninety nine. They're like, well, do you want the deluxe for daddy? Well, how much is the deluxe for daddy? Why is it deluxe? Well, because it's now it's USB powered. Okay. I don't know if it's got a light in it or what, but it's got a USB. Fancy. Do you want a bonus for daddy pro? Yeah, give me two of them things. Yeah, both the USB pass. So now I got two for daddy pros. Okay. I see where this is going. They're no longer nineteen ninety nine. No. They're like twenty nine ninety nine. So now. I don't realize that I've ordered two regular Fur Daddies, two Fur Daddy Pros. Then they're like, do you want the carrying case? No, I don't want the carrying case. Pass. I'm, yeah. a, I'm a smart consumer. That's so smart. <laughs> do you want another thing called the Shed Ender? I don't know what it is, but it sure sounds good to me. Shed Ender? It's like, a brush. It's a brush for your oh, dog. Oh, then why would you need the Fur Daddy if it ends the shedding? It's only 10 bucks. That's why. Okay. The total it all up. It goes from nineteen ninety nine for my fur daddy to one hundred one dollars and ninety six cents. Good. They just sent me an email. It's on back order. <laughs> so, so not only so you went through with the order. Yep. yep but yep. it's on back order. It's on back order. 
Because every other sucker, like, you fell for it. Don't fall for it. I mean, if you really want electronic fur daddy with a flashlight on there, then go. I get a box in the mail on the front porch over Christmas. Susan orders the cheap $10 version off of Amazon, which works just (laughs) fine. Since yours is on back order, you should be able to cancel it then. Oh, maybe I should. Yeah, that's a good idea. I'm a genius. You are. A, I never thought so about canceling smart. the order. I'm going to do that because yeah. I don't want the fur daddy no. that plugs in. It's got a flashlight built into the end of it. <laughs> it's got a cup holder on it, too, and a little thing with a pencil on the yeah. end of the string. So okay. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, so uh, use your $1,000 wisely or not. It's up to you. Text that keyword smile to 200-200. Okay. I'm going to give you the, the chance right now to win $500 from the TV show Name That Tune, Fox 9, Tomorrow night at seven o'clock. Okay. All you got to do is name this tune. I'm going to give you a little snippet. Then you grab your phone. You should be dialing already at six five one nine eight nine KDWB. Shush everybody around you. Here we go in three, two, one. You got it. No. I'll give it to you again. You ready? Here we go. Now you got it. No, I don't. If you can name it, call me at 651-989-KDWB. This is $500. $500. The fastest, most high-stakes musical guessing game in history returns to television. Name that tune. Don't miss the premiere tomorrow night. You know who's hosting this? I don't. Uh, Jane Krakowski and Randy Jackson from American Idol. Oh, yeah. Right after the new hit mass competition, The Masked Dancer, night of musical guessing games begins tomorrow. you got to call me to win at 651-989-KDWB. I've got Abby on the phone here at KDWB. Abby is playing Name That Tune for $500. Abby, oh, my God, how excited are you? You could win a thousand or $500 right now. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Perfect way to start my day. No kidding. What better way to start a day? What's the song? I'm play it for you. Here we go. One more time. What is it? Watermelon Sugar by Harry Styles. Yes. Watermelon Sugar. Ah! You're $500, Richie. What store, if I set you loose in any store in the country with $500, what store do you want to go to? I don't know. It's so hard. There's so many. (laughs) There are. Probably... Probably the new Shields out in Eden Prairie. Oh. We just went there, yeah, like on Sunday. We just went there. Oh, is that cool? I yes. want to go. We just. Oh, it's so worth it. I went before Christmas, so it was a little busy, but oh, it's amazing. Yeah, we as soon as you walk in, they have like fish aquariums, like huge ones everywhere, like a tunnel you walk through almost. So Olive was very into the fish situation. I don't blame her. I'm 26, and I am. That's so funny. You've got $500 from Name That Tune, which is on Fox 9, KMSP, tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. Just promise you'll watch, okay? Okay, I will. Thank you, Abby, from Monticello. We'll be back in a second on KWB. I got Dave's Dirt. I got some things I got to cover on Dave's Dirt, some celebrity stuff, including a celebrity that died, but then turned out celebrity did not die, and it's a weird story. We'll cover that one. But then I got an email here that I got to bust Fallon because Fallon is a filthy liar and a fraud. And there's a listener that genuinely (laughs) thinks that Fallon is a filthy liar and a fraud. Okay. Now, there could be some truth to this, but there could also be no truth at all. I want to say, this is what's going to happen. As soon as I read this email, I'm going to have Fallon on Facebook Live to see whether you have the guilty look or not. Can we get Fallon on Facebook Live? Can we do that to see whether? Can we not? Because what if I don't like? What if it's something weird where I don't like? That's I don't. I feel like I should know. Because if you're lying about this, you need to be outed about this. Okay. I mean, you have been telling us this story for some time. Yeah. And some people think, especially this person, they have evidence that you have been making the whole thing up. Evidence? 
evidence. Oh, God. And here we go with Dave's Dirt. Uh, I'm going to break this story. I talked about this earlier today. It's kind of a big deal to me, and hopefully it's good news to you. But yesterday, I signed an extension on my contract, which is going to keep me here through the end of May of 2023. Yes. Now, Ken Barlow and I from over Mm -hmm. at Channel 5 have something big in common. He was just named like Channel 5's chief meteorologist. Oh, wow. Okay. So that's good. This guy has been just plugging away in the meteorology world for like, I don't know. I remember when Ken Barlow turned 40 years old. Yeah. And he's old now. I remember we had a marching band in his living room. We brought in like the Maple Grove marching band to play happy birthday to him in his (laughs) living room. Which is anyway, congratulations, Ken Barlow. And I just want to let you know. So hopefully that'll come as good news that I'll be here and you won't be rolling your eyes going, oh, God. Will you, if you want to be, what you if you want, I can talk to someone and see if you can be chief DJ of KDWB. Oh, would that be cool? I don't know. What does chief that mean? Usually, usually it means you, you have more responsibility, right? I want more get, responsibility. Well, then you can't be chief anything. You, when you Jeez. take on a promotion, it usually means more responsibility. <laughs> uh, I got some news for you. If you're old, all the surviving original cast members of for the Waltons are on board for a reunion, and uh, that includes everybody from John Boy to Aaron to Ben to all these people. Again, this doesn't mean anything to you unless you're old and remember the Waltons. But if you are over the age of 40, 45, you're probably going, oh, I love that show. I don't know that show. You don't know the Waltons? This one no. I'm not spending a whole lot of time on it. Here's another old star, Tanya Roberts. Remember she died? No. Yeah. Well, okay. But, rem- yeah. Well, she but was- I did see. The, I mean, I didn't know who she was until I realized she's from that '70s show because Ashton Kutcher tweeted about it. Now, right, because she was on that '70s show, which was what twenty years that was a long ago. Long time ago, yeah. So uh, if you don't remember who she is, it doesn't really matter the story, and it turns out she's not dead. But the weird story is her boyfriend said she was dead, told her agent that she was dead, claimed to be her husband. Not her husband, but it's her boyfriend. Turns out she's not dead. Apparently, he made the whole thing up. That's so weird. But at the same time, there's something I don't know. It's just weird all around. When something seems suspect and weird like this, I've found in the Hollywood world, it usually is suspect and weird because it it is truly sketchy. I think Hollywood is just kind of a sketchy kind of a business anyway. Um, uh, TVLine.com rated the series finales for shows that ended in 2020. They stuck the shows that were able to plan for their final episode, and they handed out letter grades for how each one stuck the landing. Okay. For example, uh, the series finale of 13 Reasons Why got a B-. I didn't see it. You didn't see that one? Fuller House got a B. Okay, I didn't see it. Uh, There's a lot of these I'm looking. Uh, S Creek. The series finale got an A minus. Would you agree with that one? Uh, yeah, if I'm thinking. I remember the series finale now. Yes, and I would say yes. I knew it was going to get an A because there's no way it wouldn't. It still ended lovely. My mom reminded me that This Is Us is back tonight. So here's your hot tip if you're a This Is Us fan: back on tonight, baby. This is when I come into the living room. I'll be in the office, mm-hmm. you know, doing something super important. I'll come so in the other room. Yeah. Susan's there hugging a pillow with tears in her eyes. And I'm like, so you want to make salmon for dinner? What do you want to make sliders? And she goes, shh, 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 shh. Mm-hmm. I'm watching this is us. I'm like, oh, God. Fantastic show. It must be because everybody goes crazy over it. Yeah. I've never seen an episode. And I have no interest. Although That's I did fine. get sucked into a Dr. Pimple Popper last night. Yeah. 
because we were going to watch Cobra Kai. And I sat down to watch Cobra Kai, and I had made dinner. I made salmon and green beans, healthy, right? Yeah, we literally had that two nights ago, the exact meal. So that's I make that for dinner. We sit down, Cobra Kai. But Susan had left it on Dr. Pimple Popper, and there was a woman who was basically born with a beard of warts. Oh, no. And it was just awful looking. It felt so bad yeah. for her. She had a beard of warts. She's like 37 years old, and everywhere she goes, she's got a beard of warts. And so I was so sucked in. Yeah. The problem was they couldn't get rid of them. Oh, now. no, yeah, that's sad. Really you know. I, I was faced last night. Here's a hot take I learned about Minnesota and how I'm not truly a Minnesotan yet because I was like, someone help me. I need to make dinner. I could make spaghetti, but I want to make something different. I have limited resources. I have hamburger meat and onion and spices. And I got so many recipes from people in Minnesota that like included a can of cream of mushroom or cream of chicken. And I'm like, I'm telling you, I don't have that. I am I what I have listed is what I have. And people are like, "Ha ha ha, I'm sorry. It's just such a standard staple for a Minnesotan to have a cream like of something milk. soup can that I never assumed you wouldn't have that basic resource." I'm like, "No." So now I have to go buy cream of something soups to yeah, be a do. Minnesotan. Cream of chicken, cream of mushroom. To have them on hand. Didn't know that. How in the f are you going to make a hot dish? I don't make without, hot dish. That's uh, why. Get out. Get out now. <laughs> You're going to let your daughter grow up and your son grow up without hot dish? Get out of my life. Okay. Out of your life. Get out of my life. I'm going to resend that contract. I'm not going to sign it because I can't work with somebody who doesn't have cream of mushroom soup in their house. To be fair, they're what they want to extend mine. So I could, you could just convince them to not extend mine. And then that would, you wouldn't have to leave then. I'm on the phone now. What's the boss's number? You All should right. have it. We'll be back on KWB. <laughs> Fallon is so busted. And I want, can I we put her on this. Facebook Live? We can do this? Because I want to see your expression on your face when I read this email that tells you basically you're, you're a bald-faced liar. What if I puke? Did you say bald-faced? Bald-faced liar. Okay. Bald mean you have no protection over your face. You are a bald-faced liar. Can I at least get a filter? I, mean, I will read this email next, about 60 seconds away on KDWB. You know, you celebrities always try to pretend to be something that you're not. Who are you talking you, to? You, Fallon. Me? I'm, oh, I'm a celebrity? Okay, Celebrities cool. try to pretend to be something that they're not, and you are so <laughs> oh, busted. Now, God. I want you to watch this on Facebook Live. If you go to Facebook.com, Dave Ryan Show, mm-hmm. and if you watch it, then you'll be able to find it really easily. And then watch Fallon's reaction, because we're going to get this on video live. I hate this so much. Because you are busted. Somebody named Robin. Oh, thanks, Robin. I assume it's a woman's name, but it could be a guy's name. Yeah. It looks like Robin. Dear Morning Show. I've been listening for a long time. I love the stuff you do. And like Dave says, I talk about it later with my best friend and my boyfriend who actually loves your show even more than I do. Okay, that's nice. But something's lately been rubbing me the wrong way, and I'm surprised no one else has mentioned it or called Fallon out on it. <laughs> Listen to that evil laugh. What? I don't like that. Fallon is not, and I repeat, not, Painting those pictures she claims to be painting. How do I know this? I'm an artist. I went to school for digital arts with a minor in commercial and advertising art. You don't simply pick up a brush and instinctively start painting like that. Oh, look at her face, Jenny. You don't simply pick up a brush and instinctively start painting like that. It's not even that her pictures are museum quality because they're not, and I would know. It's that no one has that kind of instinct to paint that way. It can take students years to be able to show depth and light and shadow like that. 
I know that all everyone wants today is attention. Look at Instagram. Full of people who take 15 pictures of the same post till they find the one that makes them look the best. But getting attention for something you're not doing is going too far. Fallon, if you can't see her face right now, and how could you? She is smirking. She's alternating between a look of guilt and shame and smirking, Mm -hmm. which is the same way I would have looked when my dad said, Dave, did you drink the last of the Jim Beam? (laughs) Well, laugh it off. Go ahead and laugh it off. Did you, though? It reminds me of the girl who posed with a drill after the riots, making it look like she was helping out when she just wanted attention. Remember that girl? I do, yeah. Right after the riot, she was downtown, I think, Minneapolis. She got out of the car, and somebody took a video of her grabbing a construction worker's drill and holding it. Then she jumped back in the car. I don't know who is painting those for you, Fallon, or if you pay them, but seriously, just stop. Everyone might be afraid to say something about it to you, but I'm not. I'm not including my name, so you won't send your listeners to bully me. Oh, I already said it. Well, (laughs) she did include her name. Maybe instinctively, she said, Robin, I'm not including my name, so you won't send your picture, but listeners to bully me, signed Robin. I'm going to give you a minute to think about this, and oh, then okay. I want to hear your response. Mm. So I'm going to play a song, and then you have a chance to think about your response. Great. Okay. Just like Ellen, you better come up with a damn good one. She had like weeks. You don't have weeks. I don't. So start thinking, and we'll get your response next. Look at her face, though. It's somewhere between guilt and trying to make a joke out of it. Oh, my God, Fallon, you are so busted. We'll find out next on KDWB. Okay, it's KDWB, the Dave Ryan in the Morning Show. I just read a letter a little a little while ago. Uh, can you check that and see? That might be somebody calling to comment on this letter. Got an email Yes. a little while ago, and basically I'm going to read just little snippets of it okay. here. Dear Morning Show, listen for a long time, but something lately has been rubbing me the wrong way. Fallon is not painting those pictures she claims to be painting. How do I know this? I'm an artist. I went to school for digital arts with a minor in commercial and advertising art. You don't pick up a brush and instinctively start painting like that. It's not that her pictures are museum quality because I know they're not and I would know. It's that no one has that kind of instinct to paint that way. It can take students years to be able to show depth and light and shadow like that. I know nobody wants attention. And then I'll bring one more thing. Shame on you for selling these paintings as your own work. I want to know who is painting these pictures. <laughs> Do you think I have an artist in, hidden in my We got somebody house? on the phone here, I think. Well, I don't know who you're having doing it, but, you know, the way that people want attention now, I wouldn't it's be true. surprised. Hi, Nicole. Hi, good you, morning. You heard this story. Do you suspect, like I suspect, and Robin, I wasn't supposed to say her name, but Robin suspects that Fallon's having somebody paint these for her. What do you think? So I don't. Um, I'm a professional artist all of my life. I went to school for this. I have a bachelor's in painting. Oh. I've worked at many art museums. Um, and personally, I think with all of the great information and tools that are online out there, Fallon's probably taking classes, learning new tricks, and you know, kind of doing it as she goes along. I don't think she's making it up or having somebody else do it. That's ridiculous. Do you think that Jake and- is maybe doing it? Okay, just between. Do you think that maybe her husband, Jake, or what about Dylan? Maybe Dylan's a prodigy. (laughs) One thing I hate the most is artists who are gatekeeping and saying, you're not allowed to be here. You're not good enough to be here. But she, what if she's not? Because everybody should be making art. What if she's not? Well, you know what? Here's like me. What if I picked up the ukulele and I'm like, oh, listen to me playing this beautiful (laughs) ukulele song. And I'm playing this gorgeous ukulele song I've been playing for like two years. I should do that. I should have done that. 
Some people that would have been a good line, you should have, but it's too late now. Too late now. <laughs> so you think, Nicole, because you're an artist, that you think that Fallon could instinctively pick up a paintbrush and actually start painting like that? Well, yeah, absolutely. With a little bit of help from, you know, the Internet and, and maybe a teacher, somebody that she knows, absolutely. But there are artists out there who are like, you're not good enough. And you call them a gatekeeper, which I love Me because too. that limits. It's kind of like. I would think most actual artists don't think that they're good enough to be considered a professional artist. <laughs> like I, I would because right. you I think you because it's something so uh, I mean, it's your it's truly your work. It's like anything you do. If you write a book, you could edit it for a million years because you are like, it's never going to be good enough. But you're your almost worst critic. Um, but you think she did it. Let me let me I ask do. her. Nicole, thanks for your expert opinion. I appreciate that. Um, uh, and there's a lot of people defending you, although I think one or two other people said they wondered the same thing. Oh, my gosh. Text us at KWB1. So let me get your response. Okay. Ellen, you've been sput- you are about to be canceled. That, oh, that's right? why you called me Ellen. Yes. I'm Fallon. Do you remember me? You are about to be canceled. Yeah. What's your response? My response is... I am honored Ooh. that yeah. I'm honored that anyone would think that my stuff is good enough for me to be claiming or like to be paying someone else to do it for attention. I don't think it's that good. Like I've improved. I'm proud of what I've done. I mean, I never painted before April other than, you know, class projects and elementary. So I think it makes me laugh a little bit that anyone would think that it's I mean, I know they said it wasn't museum quality, but I would never imply it's museum quality. But they You're think you're selling it's, it, though. But that they think it's good enough. How much you selling those pictures for? Million dollars, million dollars. How much you sell? You're charging more than ten dollars. You're charging too much. <laughs> you're the one that did a whole segment oh, about right. how you need to charge. Yeah, I more. said charge more because art is basically <laughs> it's worth what you'll pay it for. It is. How much you charging for those paintings? I, I honestly charge different for everything. Don't between, dance between, around between the question. 20, I've done fifteen dollars. I've done sixty five dollars. You gotta what make are you it high. Doing? You gotta I, make it high. I so could maybe, but I feel raise your right hand. Good. Yeah, okay, right. I Fallon Bonset Gottler. I Fallon Bonset Gottler. On my children and my mama. On my children and my mom. I swear I've been painting those paintings all by myself with nobody else's help. I swear I've been doing them. And I'll be honest, I did not take any classes. She the caller called and said she's maybe take, I don't have any friends that are artists, but I have watched a couple of YouTube videos. Because I don't understand depth and lighting and shadowing and light. I'm like, eh, I know that if it's farther away, it's like this. And if it's like, but I, yeah. I'm going to read some text messages. Oh, and, God. and there are some people who are attacking you. I'm not Not surprised. really. This person's a monster. Some people have a gift. Obviously not that person. They are a jealous jerk from K. Uh, another one said, uh, Fallon Art. She can definitely do that. She is no imposter. This Robin is a Karen sent Robin a thank you note for being an a-hole critic. Here's another one at KWB1. Uh, I saw a painting online. I was able to replicate it. And even if Fallon didn't do a good job, it's still art, which is the beauty of being creative. Oh, do a time-lapse video of you painting a picture as proof, Fallon. Not like you have to prove anything, but that would shut everybody up. I've done Facebook Lives, but I will admit that it's it's like kind of hard to show my face while doing it because I'm showing mm-hmm. the art. Oh, really? So it could be some other freckled ham arm in there, I guess. So the freckled <laughs> ham arm painting that in your be, video is you? That should be the dead giveaway. Do you have a friend with a freckled ham arm? I mean, probably. You've got a lot of freckled ham arms. So this friends. is what I want you to do. Just, just Because you know I believe you. 
I know you believe me. To silence Although, I don't your... know. You're, you're doing some sketchy eye shift. You're not even looking me in the eye when I you can't, say it. I can't. Yeah. I believe you, but I think that you should tomorrow uh-huh. bring in whatever you need and paint something here live on the air. We'll do it on Facebook. We'll do it. How about a time lapse? Tomorrow we'll film a, th- a time lapse. As, okay. Well, that's fine. I mean, we can do however you want it, Facebook Live or time lapse or whatever. I... I'm like, how do I bring that stuff in? But I mean, I can figure it out. I can bring in enough basics to do a basic painting, I guess. Silence your critics. Silence It's kind of like this. It's kind of like one time I said, Julie, prove to me that you're on birth control. Prove to me you're you on do? birth control. I will not. Yeah. I absolutely. How dare you well, accuse me of not being on birth control? <laughs> well, if you're on birth control, show me your pills. I will certainly not. How dare you? Oh. So you're not on birth control, I said, triumphantly. You didn't say triumphantly. You knocked her up, which means even though you had that feeling, you still continue to do things without the protection. So, I mean, it makes me feel less sorry for you that she sabotaged you. If you knew it deep down, David, this is a different subject. I like that we're talking about you now instead of me, though. I love making it about me. Okay, so tomorrow, (laughs) do that. Right now, we're going to move on to Change Jar Trivia. Just be here tomorrow. And uh, we'll find out whether Fallon really can do this. Change Jar Trivia on KDWB. Here's the way it works. Uh, we've got in the Change Jar, we're going to bump it up to $5 flat. $5 even in Change Jar Trivia. I got five trivia questions for you. You get a uh, chance to win $5 if you get three out of five. Right? We always do a little warm-up round. And here we go. Question one. I have a question I chose specifically for you, David. Right. Bird watchers are known as twitchers in the U.K. And what... In the U.S. Birders, Fallon. No. Ornithologists. No. No what? Chasers. Oh, really? Had no idea. Okay, by the way, to play the game, 651-989-KDWB. Question two. I'm trying to... Okay. What color, S is in parentheses, is the basket in popular nursery rhyme, a tisket, a tasket? A red and yellow basket. Green and yellow basket. Yeah, good good. job. Good, good, good. Okay. Question three. Which ex-Beatle had a huge chart success with Pipes of Peace? Uh, Paul McCartney. Yeah, good job. Uh, Okay, all right. Question four. One more to win. Let's see, let's do this one. The Birth of Venus and Primavera are paintings by whom? (laughs) 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 Uh, Fallon Bonset (laughs) claimed to do them, but I don't know. Who? Botticelli. Who? Botticelli. Never heard of it before. Question five. Me either. I'm not going to pretend I have. I have not at all. Okay, you have to get this one or you lose. Ready. Okay. I'm trying to give you a harder one. Uh, These are not hard. Okay. Give me an easy one. I'll take an easy one. According to Homer, what S was the god Apollo's bow made from? According to Homer, yeah, what was who wrote the Odyssey? And they gave you a hint. God, I don't know. Steel, silver, silver, silver and gold. All right, you want to play? Then we get somebody on the phone. Six five one nine eight nine KDWB is the number. But Connie is already here. Hi, Connie. Hi, it's Corinne. Corinne, hello, Corinne. Thanks for being on the show. We appreciate you. I've been listening to you guys for so long. This is so surreal. Hi, oh, my God. Hi. How long have you been listening? Um, oh, my gosh. Since I've been in middle school. I'm I'm 24 now, so middle school. I've been crying to Christmas wish for ages. Ah, uh, I appreciate that. Thank you. For chance- sure. I love you guys. Well, we love you back. And here's a chance to win five bucks on Change Jar Trivia. And here comes question number one. Question one. 
On which TV show did Britney Spears appear at the age of 11? Oh, um, was it your, um, that Amanda Bynes show, right? I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. The Mickey Mouse Club. Yeah, Corinne. That's okay. Here we go. Mm-hmm. What is the question? N- sorry. What is the name of the room where actors wait before going on stage? Uh, the waiting room. <laughs> oh, it's the green room. I'm sorry. Oh, I should have known that. I literally did theater. I'm just so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Breathe in. You got it. Breathe out. <laughs> It's your friends, Dave and Fallon. Hello. Of course, Fallon is a liar. You heard about how Fallon's a filthy liar, so I wouldn't trust her anymore. Right. Yeah. Well, I don't know. She could be an artist. We never know. We'll find out tomorrow. Question three. What type of sculpture represents a person from the chest up? From the what? Chest up. So it's a sculpture, oh, just the uh, chest up. Uh, <laughs> a statue? I was going to say headshot, so I don't think I got it either. What is it? Bust. A bust. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You missed three in a row, which I'm going to tell you, I don't want to embarrass you. That hasn't happened in a long time, Corinne. Corinne, you're still great. I've never been on the radio, so I'm just so happy I'm here. I'm happy you're here, too. You want to give a shout-out to anybody? Shout-out to my boyfriend, Nick. I don't think he listens to this, but shout-out to my mom and dad. Evan, Nugent. Okay, that's enough. That's plenty. That's plenty. Hey, Corinne. How many more people? It was fun talking to you, Corinne. Stop talking now. She goes through her phone list. She's like, all right, Abby, Allison, uh, Ashley. Corinne. All right, thank you, guys. Have thank a great you. day. We'll do the Change Star Trivia again tomorrow morning here on KDWB. It's too late now. So Dave Ryan shows group therapy. Group therapy is basically when somebody um, has a problem and they need some help with it and they call the radio station. Well, not because Fallon and I and Jenny are any kind of experts, but because somebody listening to the show might be like, yep, I went through the same thing. We yeah. finally figured out what was wrong and why Mike couldn't hear us. Mike, what are you on group therapy for? By the way, it's Dr. Mike to you. Mike is a, a doctor. So, Dr. Mike, oh, I thanks, know, for, I know. Calling, thanks for calling a lowly radio station with your problem here. But what's going on? Hey, good morning. Um, uh, well, I'm a dermatologist here in town, so uh, I'm not sure how to approach this, but uh, back in November, I think it was November, a few weeks ago, um, I hired a receptionist. The one I had for many years was awesome, incredible. So I brought this young lady in. She did wonderful during the interview as far as answering all the right questions, things like that. Uh, I noticed, however, during the interview, she didn't smile a whole lot, but I thought, okay, that's that's okay. She's probably nervous because, you know, I've, I've interviewed uh, several people in my career, and, and some people just don't interview well. So I kind of let that slide. However, what's happened is um, it turns out that um, she doesn't smile at all. It, it uh, you know, we put her on the floor. Um, she's not the most welcoming receptionist at all. She basically just doesn't smile period so that that's a problem and you want people to feel um, welcome when they come in because you're a friendly abs- business yeah, and, yeah absolutely I, and and you know, receptionist is the first person that greets my patients she's she's so we want director that. of first impressions that's what they, call, that what they it call it director of first impressions <laughs> so has anybody yeah. said anything mike is like the you know the your assistants or nurses or whoever have they no. said anything no no no, um, you know, they're kind of leaving it up to me. Oh, oh no, something. when I say something, do they say something like, my God, Maggie, not a real name, never smiles? Do customers or clients say? That's correct. That's correct. Uh, um, uh, you know, 
I wouldn't know about this if they didn't, because I have customers that I've had for years, and um, they loved, uh, I won't say her name, but they loved her, the previous one. I had it for years. Um, so uh, I did not notice initially until I got wind from several of my patients mm. um, that she, actually the word cold even has come oh. across. So I observed for just a couple of patients. Um, I don't know if she doesn't want to be there. I don't know if she just, yeah, I don't know what the issue is. And I, I'm uncomfortable approaching her as a man to tell her to smile because uh, of all the repercussions or possible repercussions of that. So I'm at a loss. I'm not sure what to do. That is tough to tell someone to smile, but I also understand that that is part of the job, you know? Right. So I get it. I mean, I guess it is, but at the same time, that is an HR nightmare because if you say, my gosh, can I talk to you? Let's call her Maggie, and I hope that's not a real name. But let's say, Maggie, no, I want to talk no. to you. And even if you brought somebody into, like, as a witness or whatever, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, to say, like, hey, we just kind of want to present a better image to our clients, to our patients, and you just seem really cold. Number one, I don't think it's going to make her change because no. people change not a lot. A boss told mm-hmm. me that one time, people change not a lot. Number two, it might really upset her because she might, for whatever reason, just not be it. And that could be an HR nightmare. So I get it. So the problem is, well, what do you do? Do you let her go because she doesn't smile and give her a reason, say it just didn't work out? I don't know what the answers are. Here's a good thing, Dr. Mike. People listen to the show will have an opinion. They always do. They're the most opinionated group of people in the Twin Cities, so we'll expect a call or an email or a text here in a second and find out what to do. Someone asked this question. Does she have, you, I mean, you probably noticed this point, does she have bad teeth? Like, maybe she's self-conscious about her smile? Because that is a thing. People, like, that are uncomfortable with their teeth don't smile. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Um, You know, she, well, it's a good question. Now, she, when I first, when I met her, she, you know, we, we shook hands, she, smile a little bit I, I i don't believe that's the issue okay i really don't i just think she just has i, I don't know i don't know it's just uh yeah, she just is not warm so yeah we got somebody on the phone here it's, it's from a guy so you know take that i mean it doesn't mean that your opinions are invalid calvin but what did you want to say to dr mike about he's got a receptionist new hire a couple of months ago seemed great in the interview maybe a little bit nervous but you know qualified whatever and now people complain because she doesn't smile. She seems cold. Dr. Mike doesn't want to go to her and say, hey, you know what? You need to smile more because that doesn't go over well at all. But at, you know what? In a work environment, maybe yeah. it does go up. Maybe it's a different story in a work environment. Maybe. Because I couldn't walk around and like tell random people that I work with, you need to smile more, yeah, Tina. Which you do, Tina. I She's will put on there. record right there. You need to smile. Uh, Calvin, what do you want to say to Dr. Mike? You know, Dr. Mike, my advice would be if you have a female employee grab that person, sit down with this new receptionist together in a room, and just talk to her about how important that smile is to greet the customers because of the environment it sets in the culture. The other advice I have is hire slow, fire fast. If they're not working out, rip the bandit off and get someone new. Can you Dude, do you know that? what? And can you do that? I mean, don't you have what? to have a, don't most workplaces, you have to have a pretty good record of like documents and paperwork before you just fire someone anymore? You don't. You, I mean, there's a 90-day probationary period for anyone. Oh, okay. So, and, and more importantly, Minnesota is a employment at will state, which means I don't have to have a reason to fire someone. The reason we document it is to just CYA. And gotcha. 
you don't have to have a reason to let someone go if they're not working out. The reason you document it is in case of discrimination. So that's why you have a female employee or spouse sit in that room with you so you have someone else that's heard that conversation that can testify or back you up that it wasn't discriminatory and this is why. And have it documented of these customers said this. Okay, gotcha. You know what I want to say that I will emphasize that Calvin said? Hire slow, fire fast. Don't rush into hiring somebody who you're not sure if they're the good, right person for it. And when you realize they're not the right person, get rid of them now. Because let me tell you, I worked with somebody for a long time that should have been fired on week number two. And you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Hired them, they should have been fired on week number two, but they were here for a long time. And I look back and go, nope. Hey, we got to take a break. Dr. Mike, can yeah. you hold on, please? We have a ton of text for you. Sure can. Okay, please hold on, Dr. Mike. Calvin, thanks for your call. I appreciate you. We'll be right back. What do you think? 651-989-KDWB. The Dave Ryan Show's Group Therapy. Aww. You know, you talk to a doctor, and you usually figure that she or he is going to be like, ah, I got this all under control. I'm a doctor. Yeah. I'm very smart. And But no, Dr. Accomplish. Mike is a mayor, a hot mess right now. Doctor, No, he's not really. <laughs> Dr. Mike has got a problem. Describe your problem really quickly one more time in case somebody missed it, Dr. Mike. No, sure, sure. Back, uh, back in November, I had uh, a receptionist. She retired and had it for a number of years. I went through the interviewing process, hired someone I thought was going to be great. Uh, however, she turned out to not be very warm and friendly. So she, <laughs> she didn't smile much during the interview, but I thought maybe she was just nervous. Uh, however, she doesn't smile at all. And I've got uh, a couple, several, complaints from some of my patients um i'm not really sure what to do because as a man i i I don't feel comfortable approaching her uh and asking her to be more warm or friendly or welcoming um and the other caveat in this is that i didn't mention uh was that she came as a referral from one of my other employees um so i don't know i'm not sure what to do or how to handle this you know, I don't, I don't know, but that's why we're asking people who can tell yeah. you what you should right. do. So we got some people on the phone here. Jasmine over in Cannon Falls, down in Cannon Falls. What should Dr. Mike do with his new receptionist that won't smile? Well, he should do like a 60-day review or 30 days, whatever one is closer, and then uh, talk to her about things that she's been doing great and then things that she should improve on. And one of the things that she should improve on that he should say to her is that she should try and smile more and be a little more welcoming to everybody. And then um, it doesn't seem like he's just kind of putting her in, like, on the spot and saying, hey, you need to fix this. It's more of like, uh, I don't know, like a welcoming conversation. Mm-hmm. And then do, like, just see how she goes. And if she doesn't, like improve very much then do like another review and just kind of mention it to her again or if it doesn't work then just kind of politely let her go and just say i'm sorry this isn't working i wonder if it makes it a bad receptionist that she doesn't get something very basic to be welcoming you know she'd be very smart if she was a referral i'm gonna guess she's good at her job yep but that is a part of the job that she's not good at i guess anthony uh, what do you think anthony what would you tell dr mike um, I think that, you know, I think he should have the talk, um, with her and, and I get like the whole, like, it could be like a sexist issue, um, because I, I've had to have a talk as like a manager, um, like with, when I've worked with people who just have not been very, uh, warming when people come into the stores and stuff. 
Um, but maybe have somebody present with him um, just so that it doesn't come across as like a sexist issue. It's just because her position um, as a receptionist, it, it's your job to, and you should know that, like it's your job to be welcoming to people who are coming. So the bottom line is you're saying that I think people are saying, if I'm hearing you right, Anthony, is you should talk to her. You shouldn't just ignore it. Yeah. You shouldn't necessarily just fire her. I mean, I guess you can fire her. Just say it didn't work out. Yeah. But you're, everybody is saying that you should talk to her. Let's get one more call here from Lori in Plymouth. What do you think, Lori, that she he should do with the receptionist that won't smile? Uh, well, no, I think that um, the review process would be a great idea. And I think um, she should be reminded that she's dealing with health care. And just a professional manner in which to do things. And, well, you know what I mean? She thinks she is being really professional. Maybe, yeah. But some people just don't. Like Carson, when he's happy and he's got something to smile about, he'll smile. But he's not a good faker. You know what no. I mean? Carson doesn't really fake that very much. So maybe it's just not something that's really in her in her makeup. Well, someone texted and said, you don't have to actually say the words like, you need to smile more, but you need to tell her that she needs to greet customers warmly. That's her job. And be honest that you've received complaints about it. So talk to her. So you're saying do talk to her? Yeah, I think everyone's texting like she, you know, talk. Well, a lot of people said that they are actually qualified for the job. So fire her and hire them. So we had a lot of those texts. Um, But maybe ask if everything's okay Um, when she says yes or no. Just say, well, we've noticed that you don't seem very happy. But I think that that can come across as condescending to some people. So I think Mm -hmm. that just having to sit down, like they said, and. The review seems like the best response that I heard because I think it's kind of normal to have like a review. Someone even said that with like the daycare yesterday, like when we were talking about what if your baby does cry all day at the daycare when you first drop them off. They said there's kind of like a a 14 day grace period or something where they just the daycare can decide it's not a good fit. Really? So they boot the kid out of the daycare? Yes, they do. Yeah. You know what I think? The one thing that that is you she works for you. This is not like, you know, you're a coworker that has no authority over who. You're you're the one who basically signs the paycheck. Right. So I think right. that you can decide on the image that you want to project from your business. And by the way, Dr. Mike, really quick, you know, people that have friends come up to you at a barbecue and say, can you take a look at this on my arm? Do you oh. get that a lot, Dr. Mike? <laughs> Sick. Uh, too frequently. Yeah, no kidding. Dave, <laughs> don't be friends with Dave. He'll be like, look at this boil on my elbow. <laughs> Should yeah. I pop yeah. this? Yeah. It's, it's part of the... Part of the part of the role, yeah. Someone Last comment. Eight, an eight. This is HR here. I always make sure to have stuff like this written in your job description. Also, I would see if you have any surveys from people that maybe state the problem. So that's good. Yeah. Surveys going out to regular oh, okay. customers, yeah. and also when you hire someone in the future, if that's important to you, make sure it's absolutely the job description, so they can't, you know, that they know. Doctor Mike, yeah. good right. luck. I I appreciate you taking the time, and good luck, and hopefully we've helped you out. And I have this thing, it's got like an itch on my back that I can't, never mind, okay, we gotta go. Thank you, Dr. Mike. You smell it before you see it. (laughs) If you smell it before you go to see it to the doctor, yeah, then you're late for the dermatologist. (laughs) We'll be back in a second on KDWB. People are paying $8,000 or $10,000 for these, and it's kind of a new thing, especially during the pandemic. What is it? You want one, I don't know if you want one. I'll tell you about it coming up next. I will tell you this one. If you have a male partner, your male partner probably wants one more than you. Brought to you by Arthur's Jewelers. I love this story because, you know, your your mom or whoever goes on Facebook and it's like, you know what? COVID is from the 5G towers and COVID was invented by the Pentagon. 
And also, you get that vaccine, there's a chip, they're going to microchip you. So there was somebody that had started this on Facebook or social media. They had a secret, secret, secret schematic, like an electronic schematic of the microchip that is apparently is in all the COVID vaccines. And so they put this out on social media. Oh, no. And they're like, oh, my God, here is the, it literally says, and you know it's true, it says confidential. Uh Uh-huh. COVID-19 5G chip diagram. And it's like, oh, dang. But you start to look at it. It's got some weird things in there. It says foot switch. Yeah. Volume. Mm -hmm. Treble. Bass and mid. Okay. It turns out it is the electric circuit of a guitar pedal. So when uh, somebody's playing a guitar, they got that pedal that makes it go reverb or whatever. Cool, yeah. Turns out it's not a COVID-19 vaccination chip, and there's no such thing as that chip. And I know your mom says there is because she saw it on Facebook. But follow me on Twitter, and you can see, and it's just one of those things that's like, Really? Oh, so I'm not supposed to believe the Facebook post, but I'm still supposed to believe your Twitter post? Okay. You, know, you know what? You got me on that one. You <laughs> did. You got me on that one. What can I say? Uh, one of the quick one for you, because I'm always digging up something yes. here. Uh, numbers and stats from 2020 are coming in, and now wouldn't you know it, purchases of humanoid sex bots surged last year. Now, supposedly there are some lifelike models out there that are between eight and $10,000. I don't know exactly what a humanoid sex bot is, but you can use your own imagination. Oh, I have. Have you? What? Of course, it's all fun and games till scientists start getting worried some point out that we're getting to a tipping point of more and more humans being digisexual, which means they're getting pleasure without any human contact. That's been going on since the dawn of time. Yeah. But now we have... Humanoid sex bots. We watch like videos of like humanoid sex bots. Not humanoid sex bots, but like the things they can make robots do now. And it's like Jake showed me a video. I think you saw it probably on Reddit. But it's the, a choreographed dance. All of these these robots did, and it looks so. It looks fake because it's so good and weird. And then I'm like, oh man, it's just like that iRobot movie with Will Smith. They're going to take over. I didn't see that one. You know what it's about without even having to see it. Robots take over. Yeah, basically. So I'm like, oh, and they're better dancers. I'll never be able to win a dance competition with a robot. That's unfair. Okay, nobody's invited you to a dance competition. That's unfair also. (laughs) That's so unfair. All right, coming up on uh, Dave's Dirt on KWB. It's not really a dirt celebrity kind of a story. just something I really thought that would be kind of a cool thing to pass along here. I'm going to read it to you. Ten ways to succeed with zero talent. Ten ways to succeed (laughs) with (laughs) zero talent. This is big stuff. It's yeah. really, I like this article a lot. If it says sleep more, I'm going to be pissed. Ten ways to succeed with zero talent. And I will tell it, uh, tell you all about it coming up first on Dave's Dirt. Coming up next on 101.3 KDWB. If you need us for anything, texting is always on at KDWB15392. If you want to see that schematic of the 5G chip that's in the vaccination, mm-hmm. and it is because Fallon's mom said it is, <laughs> then go to um, uh, Twitter at Dave Ryan KDWB. For Dave's Dirt. On 101.3 KDWB. I found this article. I didn't write it, and I want to give credit because he definitely deserves it. His name is John Gordon, J-O-N Gordon, and he wrote this quick little article, and it is 10 Ways to Succeed with Zero Talent. Okay. Let me open this up for you, and I'll read them in case you're curious. Number one, be on time. Okay. Be on time. Absolutely, because you cannot ever be known as reliable 
or get any work done if you're not on time. True. In my book, I, that's, it says take a shower, show up on time, mm-hmm. and don't steal anything. I just read a book by a DJ named Bobby Bones, and about four or five times in his book, he says, you got to be on time. Yeah. you got to be on time. you got to be on time. And I'm like, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one, show up and do the work. Ten ways to succeed with zero talent. Show up and do the work. Give it your best is number three. Be positively contagious. Have an attitude of gratitude. Seek solutions. Have passion. Be coachable. I think that's a problem with a lot of people because I coach other like radio shows in iHeart. And a lot of them want to be told how good they are. Yeah. But they don't want to be critiqued or corrected. Mm-hmm. And if you do give them the critique, I get this long pause. Then I get a... Well, we kind of think that we should have a lot of dead air on our show. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, but people will wonder whether your transmitter is working. They're like, but we really kind of enjoy the downtime. <laughs> I do enjoy the Who doesn't enjoy downtime? <laughs> uh, another one says, do more than what's required. Oh, I think that's really too true. Do Because a lot of people do just enough to avoid getting fired. I almost think it's impossible to do that now. What do you mean? Because I feel like every single person I know, because almost everyone I know works in a place where they have had a lot of layoffs, every single person I know is now doing the job of two to three people, but getting paid the same. And I mean, not everyone, but most people. So it's kind of like, it's almost impossible to just do the bare requirements where you work anymore. Yeah, it kind of is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, And another one, believe in yourself. And I think that's so cliche, but it's so true. They hired you for a reason. They hired you because you believe you're the best one. And there's a chapter in my book about that, too. Yeah. Believe in yourself, as cliche and corny as that sounds. So there you go. You're welcome. Thank you, John Gordon, on Twitter. I don't (laughs) know who John John Gordon is, but uh, there they are. All right, another stuff. Um, This is uh, basically we're going back to, like, celebrity deaths during the last year. When Eddie Van Halen died, it seemed kind of sudden to us. Yeah. But um, uh, he died, you know, he had cancer for a long time. This is his ex-wife, Valerie Bertinelli, saying it's been rough since he had passed away. I don't know why I'm tearing up. It's, you know, when you um, you hear voices and you see people that you feel a connection with. And you guys always make me tear up. Um, yeah, it's been it's been it's been rough. Um, very bittersweet. Uh, we're doing OK. We spent the holidays together. I'll see him later today. We've been spending a lot of time together. It's it's hard. I, I've gone to text him a, a few dozen times. It's like, oh, no, I can't text him right now. Hey, this is kind of an inside one, but there's a radio. We radio people are all pretty tight, and yeah. we all know pretty much everybody you know in the business. We've worked with tons of different people. Um, but there was a radio show called Connie and Fish. Yeah. And they were around in Wisconsin for a long time, and Fish worked at another radio station here in town for yeah. a while. And then we got the news that Connie passed away. She had cancer, mm-hmm. and it was kind of sudden in in the fact that she was healthy and loud and obnoxious and a drunk, um, and I say yeah, that in a loving fun. way. Yeah. A lot of fun, and everybody loved Connie. And then she got sick, and it's like, oh, she's really sick. Yeah. And then I found out just a couple of months ago that she had cancer, mm-hmm. and then right before Christmas is like she's not doing well, and she passed away. Yeah, I saw the post this morning. It was uh, shocking. I met her, I feel like, I don't know how many years ago. It was one of those morning show conventions, mm-hmm. and I remember she was standing outside the hotel, and she was like loud and like fun, and she was welcoming immediately. She didn't know me, and she chatted with me, and just I I, I remember 
I don't know. You know, I meet a ton of people, but she stood out to me. So it's, uh, it was really sad news to see that today. In some better news, Ken Barlow, our buddy over at uh, Channel 5, is now their head meteorologist. Congrats. Kenny B used to do the weather on our show every morning for years and years, and then we realized we didn't have the money to pay him anymore, and he said, I'm out. Yeah, I don't blame him. And uh, so congratulations, Kenny B. Other He's a good, good guy. news, you extended your contract here with KDWB. Um, uh, that is true. So uh, I've been here for a long time. And um, they said, well, will you stay for another year, two two and a half years? Yeah. And I said, uh, well, do you have any Culver's coupons? They said, in lieu of a raise, we'll give you a Culver's coupon. So anyway, yes, I did. So I extended did you my, see the coupon? Because they gave not. me an expired one last time. Oh, did they yeah. really? And Culver's, so, they felt bad for me and gave me a free concrete mixer. But Are you listening, Culver's? I would love that. Anyway, seriously, <laughs> um, uh, you know, I love this show. I love this job. We put yeah. a lot of work into this show over the years. And it's become kind of, you know, it sounds corny, but it's kind of become my life's work um, here at KWB. So uh, I was flattered and thrilled that they offered me an extension to stay until the end of May of 2023. So you're saying the Clippadoo isn't your life's work? It's not really as profitable as I was hoping it would be. Yeah. But, you know, we're selling them. We're selling them. You're but selling we're not trying them. to make a whole lot of money off of that. But um, I hopefully think, hopefully that'll be good news to you. And if you've been listening for a long time, I appreciate you. And if you are going, good God, old man, it's time to hang it up. I hear you. I <laughs> totally. I hear you. Trust me. I get it. All right. Another stuff here. Um, this is the weirdest story of the day. There's two weird stories of the day. I'm going to go with the fun one first. Okay. This is on The Bachelor last night. Apparently, one of the girls, I think her name is Katie, brought a loving toy, the sex toy, when she met Matt James, The Bachelor, for the first time. So I didn't watch it, but Weather Girl, Web Girl Tina did, and she said they had a black box over this thing, so you couldn't see what it was. <laughs> but but they do. didn't do the best job, and you could tell what it was. Well, so I think here... that they played horrible vibrating sounder effects, so you knew what it was, too. Perfect. Here's one of the girls bringing a loving toy to Matt James. I'm Katie. Let's Hi, Katie. Time. Nice to meet, nice you. meet you, too. So I brought something from home Okay. that's really special to me, and I thought I'd share it with you. You know, this pandemic was really hard for me, and this just really got me through a lot. Mm-hmm. And I was hoping to pass the torch to you. <laughs> But after seeing how you look and knowing that the uh, fantasy suite is so far away, I actually gonna need it just for like a little bit longer. A vibrator? A vibrator? No, she did not. I'll see you inside. I'll see you inside. (laughs) I strategized and some of those girls are gonna lose their mind because they didn't plan ahead. What's behind your back? <gasps> oh, um, well, this is, um... Oh, my God! Oh, my friend. Oh, my God! What is your friend? <laughs> yes. It's very nice. And it's sparkly. It dressed for the occasion tonight. Okay, whatever. Okay. Um, the other story that's weird and strange, and you got to wonder how much of it's made up, but there was a, an actress, Tanya Roberts, who had died with covid the other day and we talked about this when some people remember because she was a big star back in the 70s she was mm-hmm. the mom on that 70s show and uh, so she had died well it turned out that her boyfriend her husband is not really her husband it's her boyfriend he told her agent and her agent told the world that she had died well it turned out that he was wrong she didn't die even though he mm-hmm. claims he was there and she died in his arms he says i went there they said she was dying 
which is weird if she had COVID that they let him get close to her. Well, he said, yeah, at the that he wasn't allowed to in the beginning because of COVID. But then when they said, okay, the time is coming, they mm-hmm. did let him. And that so part is believable. That, that'll, okay, that part is. So then he's doing an interview because it's like, oh, my God, your wife, not his wife, his girlfriend, just died. How do you feel about this one? So this guy from Inside Editions doing an interview with this yeah. guy. guy when the guy's phone rings and he gets the news that she's not dead. It doesn't make that much sense to me either, but I'll play the clip. I'm Katie. That's not it. Sorry, that's the wrong one. Here we go. I was interviewing her longtime boyfriend, Lance O'Brien, when the shocking, almost impossible to believe news came in that Tanya was alive. Now you're telling me that, that she's alive? Oh, thank the Lord. Thank God. He says Tanya did not have COVID, but was placed on a ventilator because she was struggling to breathe. He says due to COVID-19 protocol, he was not allowed to be at her hospital bed at Cedars-Sinai Medical Center to comfort her until what he thought were her final hours yesterday. What just happened, Lance? What was what was that? The hospital's telling me she's alive. <laughs> and they're, they're calling me from the ICU. Team. So the hospital just called you right now and told you that Tanya is still alive? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, that guy's crazy. I'm sorry. Hearing that fake cry, I don't know how I would react. Fallon said this earlier. How would you react if you found out that somebody died and found out later it was a mistake? The whole story is just bizarre. I feel like I'd be silent. I wouldn't even know what to do. You know what this reminds me of? When people lie about things that didn't really happen. Remember about three months ago, that woman disappeared in Utah, and I'm trying oh, to remember yeah. all the stories, and she well, was hiking. She was hiking, and I wasn't here for that because for some reason, but you said that doesn't sound legit and it turned out she had made the whole thing up but since then we've never heard anything more about it no and i don't think we'll hear anything more about this one it's just going to kind of go away i don't know let's move on to something else here um alex trebek final episodes of jeopardy are airing this week here was his message on last night's episode of jeopardy you'll recall that about a month ago i asked all of you to take a moment to give thanks for all of the blessings that you enjoy in your lives now today a different kind of message this is the season of giving i know you want to be generous with your family your friends your loved ones but today i'd like you to go one step further i'd like you to open up your hands and open up your heart to those who are still suffering because of covid 19 people who are suffering through no fault of their own. We're trying to build a gentler, kinder society. And if we all pitch in just a little bit, we're going to get there. You can hear, by the way, his last Jeopardy episodes air this week. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can hear the struggle in his voice, the pain and the weakness in his voice. Here is one of the um, uh, executive producer from Jeopardy talking about how um, Alex was in a lot of pain his final days. He was in enormous pain. He was, um, you know, 10 10 days away from passing away. Uh, And you will not sense any of that in these episodes. He is strong. He sounds great. He's funny. And uh, he's amazing. All right. Coming up on KDWB, which War of the Roses are we doing? We're doing the War of the Roses with the clown. We're not doing the one with the clown. No. Oh, there's a descri- is there a description in the show sheet here? Well, let me we look. We should do the clown next time. We got comments on the clown one. Uh, there's one about they had a clown fetish, but that is not the one that we're doing this <laughs> not week. This time. So uh, <laughs> I don't see it in here somewhere. Okay. It's Allie's concerned her oh, boyfriend is. Lee is cheating on her 
because he keeps leaving suddenly to quote unquote work. He tries to send flowers to someone unique. So when we call him to say, who do you want to send flowers to? He totally blows it. Yeah. All right. We'll find out what happens on War of the Roses next. If it's been a while since you heard of War of the Roses, we haven't done one since before the holidays. You need your fix. And we'll have one for you coming up next on KWB. Get ready for the drama. This is Dave Ryan's War of the Roses. 101.3 KDWB. I said no to this War of the Roses. I said no, there's not enough evidence. I said let's pass and let's find one that's got like some drama in it. Oh, and, it's shady. Well, you see, and maybe as a guy, I just don't see it as shady. Okay, that I mean, that's very possible. And and maybe I see it different, but, but I'll let you listen to her story and... It, Tell us whether you think it sounds shady and whether you think he's actually cheating. Let's talk to Allie and find out what's going on with your boyfriend, Lee. He's your boyfriend. You live together, but he's been doing yeah. something. What is he? What is, what's been going on, Allie? Okay. Um, so my boyfriend, uh, he has a part-time job where he'll clean buildings um, in the evenings usually. And it started off, it was really nice. It was like a consistent schedule, something for him to make some extra money. And like, I knew where he would be, you know, from like eight to 10, he'd be cleaning. Um, but now, like recently, his boss has just been like calling him or texting him. I don't know. He keeps telling me that he has to go cover this last minute shift because some other person called out. So he just like rushes out of the house and just goes and like, he's doing it all the time. You know, it's okay if it's like a couple times. I mean, like I love extra money too, but it's, it's all the time. And so I, I talked to him about like, you know, like set boundaries with your boss, you know, like just tell your boss you can't do this all the time. Right. But I don't know. It just started to kind of seem a little weird. So, um, I did that thing you're not supposed to do when I went through his phone. <laughs> um, well, but, lots of people do that. And when, especially if they're on War of the Roses, that's one of the steps they take. Oh, big time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I just, I, I felt like I had to. So, but I didn't see, I didn't see anything from girls, which was what I was like scared to see. And mm-hmm. I, I, so I didn't, but I also didn't see any evidence that his boss was like texting him to come in. Hmm. So let me ask so, you a question. So here's, yeah. so here I think is a fair question. As you say that you would see text from his boss, but you wouldn't see like all that many, which proved he didn't delete them. Or did you just not see anything from his boss? Because I guess what I'm asking is, if you saw a text from his boss last Wednesday, and then you saw one again on Friday, then that would be like, oh, well, there's his boss texting, but he was also gone on Saturday, and he was also gone on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. But if you don't see any text at all, then that might mean that he deleted the text yep. chain. So what did you see? No texts at all from his boss, or texts that didn't match up with his story? I didn't see anything. Nothing. Okay. okay. Yeah, that, that makes it feel like he's deleting something. Does he delete yeah. other text messages? I mean, we get a text from his mom or from his brother. Does he delete those two or, or what? I mean, he likes a clean phone, I would say, typically. So he doesn't always have a ton of text, but, like, it's not, like, completely wiped out. Yeah. So, it, yeah. I do not like a clean phone. I like to have my phone full of, like, I don't know, everything from evidence to um, innuendos to yeah. anecdotes. Go on your phone, Alan, and tell me your last text that is saved on your current phone. Mine is from October 4th of 2017. What do you mean my, oh, like, go all Scroll the way down. all the way down. Um, okay. And this was from a Boy Scout thing from October 4th of 2017. I have 5316. So yours goes back even farther, like yeah. three years. I don't, honestly, I do not um, delete 
but I have to check everything. Like I can't have the little red like you have a message. It oh, yeah. drives me insane. Oh, same. But I don't like to delete things either because I like to go back and reference them, yep. you know, for blackmail and various things. No, I totally get yeah. it. Like if I get drunk and send you some sort of a flirty text, yep. and then the next day I'm super apologetic and I say, please delete that flirty text, yeah. Fallon. I didn't mean to send that. And you're like, yeah, sure, I'll delete it. Yeah. And then you don't delete it. Two years down the road, you do something to betray me. Yeah. I pull that text out and sabotage you. God, I hope that never happens. Well, what's in Delete that text. text. All right. Back to the action. Um, Allie, we're going to call him. We're going to find out whether he wants to send flowers to you or to somebody else. And we won't bring up any names. We're going to call and say, hey, we're your cable company. Guess what? We're going to give you a little survey. Take the survey. Win a dozen roses. We're going to send the flowers anywhere you want to. And then we're not going to suggest any names. And Because how would we know? Yeah. And then we're going to see whether he sends them to you or to some random that you've <laughs> never heard of and don't know about. Fair enough? Yeah, I'm scared, but let's do it. Okay, we'll do it next. In the meantime, call me at 651-989-KDWB and let me know, does this sound like enough evidence? As a guy, I'd be like, meh, I don't know. But maybe you guys have some sort of, like, I don't know, radar that goes up that we don't know about. It's a gut feeling, Dave. Maybe it's a gut feeling. Text me, too, at KDWB1-53921. We'll talk to you and read your text messages next, and then we'll make the phone call. Back to Busting. The Dave Ryan Show's War of the Roses. Find out what you think, 651-989-KDWB, or texting at KDWB1. Do you think there is enough evidence? Do you think that he is cheating? What do you think is going to happen? Uh, a couple of text messages. Definitely a cheater if he doesn't send roses to his girlfriend. I've been there, double-dogging it, and I would have sent him to lady number two. Double-dogging If he it. sends them to anybody else besides mom or girlfriend, he's a cheater. Somebody else gives him the total benefit of the doubt. He's working extra hours to buy an engagement ring. Ooh. What if he is? Didn't yeah. we one time, there was a War of the Roses, God, we've done a lot of these, mm-hmm. where he was working extra hours and disappearing because he went out to buy her ski equipment. Does oh, that ring gosh, a bell? I Do you don't remember know. that one? I don't remember. You're because right, they're was, riding together. Yeah. He was disappearing. That sounds right. And it turned out he was working extra hours or something to get her like a new snowboard because he was planning like a trip to Lutzen or something. Fine! Wow. <laughs> All right, what else? Um, somebody else says, if it looks like a duck and it quacks like a duck, <laughs> then it's a duck. Meaning, it looks like he's cheating. He probably is cheating. Let's find out. We'll make the phone call right now on War of the Roses on KDWB. That's the survey, Lee. We're going to send the dozen long romantic roses out. And we, of course, will get the address from you in a second. But what's the name of the recipient? Who would you like to send those to? <laughs> uh, the, re- the recipient? I'm, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. Um, Who would you like to send the okay. roses to? Well, <laughs> can I, uh, let's see. Um, before, I, uh, before I answer, can I ask you a question? Um, um, yeah, sure. So do you, do you live around here? Do you live in town? Me? Yeah. I yeah I live in Minneapolis. Oh great, okay. Uh, well, you know, there's, there's one girl I might be interested in. Okay, great. What's she her works for phone survey? <laughs> she and, works uh, for she sounds kind of fun and sweet. She works for a phone survey. Yeah, yeah. Um, what what do you think? Can I send the roses to you? <laughs> um, no, I'm married. All right, wait, but you know, before you say no, 
but let's do this. Let me send you a picture of myself because, you know, I've, I've had girls that are married before. It's no big deal. Trust me. I sent them my picture. They've changed their mind. What do you say? I don't even know what to say. <laughs> oh, my God, Lee. Oh, my God. Dude. What? Ridiculous. Oh. oh, my God. You're such... You're so embarrassing. Oh, my God. Is this Allie? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Allie, what are you doing on the... What the hell is this? Wow, I'm just, I'm just, I'm listening to this I'm going. Just, I'm wait, removing myself. Yeah. Are we being played here? Are did you? He was actually hitting on the phone survey girl, mm-hmm. and then I'm, I'm sorry. Okay, let me explain what's going on. Yeah, it's no it's not your phone company. It's not your cable company. It's it's not your your. There's no real survey. We wanted to find out, Lee. We're we're the the morning show over at KDWB, the Dave Ryan show. And we wanted to find out who you would send roses to if you won a dozen roses. But I've never Uh in the history of War of the Roses that I remember ever heard anybody try to send them to the girl on the phone who was giving you the survey, which is what you tried to do. Because you got a little flirt on. It does feel nice to finally receive flowers, you know. You're missing the point, Alan. Does that make sense? Because we were... Allie called us because Allie Uh said... That she was suspicious you might be like I don't know interested in somebody else. So we're going to see who you're going to send flowers to. But then, okay. before we really found anything out, you were flirting with the phone survey girl <laughs> and telling her that you're so hot that even though she's married, she'd still want to get flowers from you. Now I want to see a picture of Lee. I'll be honest. I mean, who doesn't want flowers? But what the hell? That's kind of sick, guys. Come on. Well, on us. That's on it us. is sick, but it's very effective. And then Allie. Dumped in because she said, stop it, you're embarrassing, you're embarrassing yourself, because here you are on the radio flirting with the phone girl. You know who this reminded me of instantly? Who? My friend Brentley. Of course it did. It remind, this is something my friend Brentley would do. Yeah. He'd be like, yeah, Charming. baby, so what you Come look on, like? Girl. You know, we, well, let me just tell you something. You'd leave your boyfriend if you got to look at me. <laughs> oh, you get one look at me, you'd leave your boyfriend. Does he really have this accent you always use for him? He's talks a little bit like a hillbilly, okay, nice. but also like a playa. Anyway, so then Allie jumped in, and Allie, we never got to find out who he would really send the flowers to if it's you or somebody else. I mean, come on. Sorry, I would have sent the flowers I, to Allie. I was just joking around with a phone survey girl. I mean, how exactly how often is a phone survey girl going to be, you know, sent flowers to? I was just trying to have a little fun. Who likes taking a survey anyway? So you're saying you were messing with the phone solicitor in the same way that when I get phone solicitors at home, I ask them to convert to Christianity with me. I'll say something like, are you Christian? Let's get on your knees. Let's say a prayer and accept the Lord into your heart. And they usually hang up right away. Yeah, it's surprising. They don't want to accept the Lord. Is that what you're claiming? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Dave. Okay. That's what I'm claiming. I would have sent the, come on, Allie's my girl. I would have sent the flowers to her. What's what's the point of sending it? Okay, let me ask Allie. Allie. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Do you believe him? Number one. Number two. Does Lee is Lee the kind of person who would try to hit on a married phone girl because he knows he's so hot that she might just fall for it? You guys, I just I'm I'm so shocked. Sorry, I, I just feel like that was I, I don't even care about the joke. That's a sick joke. Like especially if you find out she's married and then you're like, like Lee, I I'm so just I don't know. I'm so like. Freaked out right now. I don't know. Sick joke. You play. What is this that you're doing to me? I mean, I'm trying to go to work right now, and you're calling me and, Lee, and, and so having me take a phone survey with the. 
know. I'm sorry, I what? I have to find out. I have to find out what's going on. Like, why are you always gone? Mm-hmm. I, what, working isn't good enough for you? Well, I mean, you're we're supposed to go to these fancy dinners and parties and stuff. I, I should probably be working. I think this one's unresolved. I really don't know. I see her side. And he is kind of convinced. Don't look at me like you that. You see his side. I do because he I would the mess. Phone operator. I would do the same thing. I no, would you mess. Would no, not. I would mess with the phone solicitor. No. And I mess with phone solicitors. I pretend that I don't speak English. Oh, I pretend God. that I am hard of hearing. <laughs> I ask them to repeat themselves many times. I'll pause for a really oh, long time God. and then say what? I I think he might just be. A, I don't. I don't know. know. It's not up to me to decide. I mean, definitely. You- you're definitely giving me more ideas for for, for, for yeah, phone calls. Yeah, great, like, Dave. So thank you, thank you, Dave. I usually answer the phone and go hola. No. <laughs> and then right away they're like, okay, they hang up. Mm-hmm. So you can try that one. Listen, Allie, it's up to you to decide. What do you think? Uh, I don't know. I I think we just need to talk about this, Lee. Like later. We need I to talk know. about me getting fake phone calls, or you no, trying to we trap. Need to talk about you. <laughs> flirting with everybody like regardless like that doesn't make me feel comfortable as your girlfriend and like i was hoping to be fiance but ali i love you what do you want i mean come on you don't want me to be friendly i want you to be honest with me and tell me whether or not you're seeing other girls that's what i want i'm not seeing anyone else okay I'll bet you have some stupid criminals to relate to us today, Fallon. I have so many stupid criminal stories today. One involves um, a bag of drugs and one involves a werewolf. So you're welcome in advance. On New Year's Eve, police arrested a werewolf. I mean, technically, it wasn't a werewolf. Mm. Surprise, surprise. It's a guy wearing a full werewolf Halloween mask. And then he's riding around on his motorcycle to scare people. Um, Other than the werewolf mask. He was in regular clothes, so he was kind of doing like a Teen Wolf kind of vibe. Yeah. Police were getting reports he was riding past people and growling at them. So they tracked him down yeah. and arrested him. They're trying to find out still, like, why, and they don't have Because he's answer. on drugs, Fallon. Well, I don't know if he was on drugs, okay. but he was on a motorcycle. But he wasn't on drugs? Nothing to do with drugs? No so the bag of drugs, the bag of drugs story is separate, then? It's separate. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Don't you worry. It's time for my bag of drugs story oh, now. Okay. The cops of Florida pulled over two guys around 3 a.m. on New Year's Eve. One of them was a 30-year-old named Jethro. <laughs> Just like the perfect <laughs> name. And he had an outstanding warrant, so they searched his backpack. They found two large bags inside, one with a white powder and one with a brown powder. They assumed the bags were filled with drugs, but Jethro had a genius explanation. They are not drugs. They are ingredients to make a cake. Genius, yep. He said one was sugar and one was cornstarch. Unfortunately mm-hmm. for him, the cops did a quick field test on the powders, found yeah. out they were both actually ecstasy. So they took him to jail. And when they did that, he accidentally dropped another bag of meth. Jeez. <laughs> and he did not try to pass that off as like baking powder or yeast or anything. So he's been hit with several drug charges. But cake ingredients, pretty good go-to. You know, that's, that's really good news. And speaking of meth, yes, sir. this is a big year for Farabo oh, because yes, they have developed... Hint of lime meth down in Faribault, and they're super excited about it. They think it's going to be a big boon to the yes. economy. Yes. Essence of lime to it, then. Dave's Dirt, coming up next. It's time for Dave's Dirt on 101.3 KDWB. I had mentioned that Faribault is really excited this year because they think it's going to be a boon to their economy that they have developed hint of lime meth. I do like that, And yeah. uh, somebody said via text at KDWB1, they said, I work for the city of Faribault. And I think the hint of lime meth accurately describes what's going on around oh, here. No. So 
Good for you, Faribault. Yeah. Big 2021. Uh, predictions for 2021, and here we go. There's a psychic called Psychic Nikki. Have you ever heard of Psychic Nikki? I think so. Um, they say it's got to be better than the last one, but Psychic Nikki says not for Britney Spears and the Leaning Tower of Pisa. Here's the story. Okay. Last year, she claims to have correctly predicted that Donald Trump would lose re-election. Okay, your odds were 50-50-ish mm-hmm. on that one. A baby for Katy Perry. Kanye's meltdown. Prince Harry leaving the royal family, plus the deaths of Sean Connery and Regis Philbin. So here's what Psychic Nikki sees in her crystal ball this year. Okay. Worldwide shortage of cucumbers. I'm not cucumbers. making this up. I don't well, know why that is. We've had that before with like avocados and stuff. So, it's, I mean, possible. It happened. Uh, a meteorite will hit the earth, creating a giant radioactive crater. Not just a crater, but a radioactive mm-hmm. crater. A 200-car pileup on the L.A. freeway. Uh, the Rock and Britney Spears in car crashes. A celebrity will be killed by a shark, another celebrity by a crocodile, and another by a skydiving mishap. Yikes. Babies for Kendall Jenner, Priyanka Chopra, is that how you say her name? Yep. Meghan Markle, wedding bells for Taylor Swift and for Oprah. Breakups for Kim Kardashian, Ellen, and Beyonce. Wow. Collapse of the pyramids in Egypt. I don't think that's likely to happen if they've been around for 5,000 years now. I don't think they're going to collapse all of a sudden. Uh, also, the Leaning Tower of Pizza is going to fall over. Pizza, then. Pizza. Did I say pizza? You did, but I don't Leaning think. Tower of Pizza. I'll say it how I said it was <laughs> in fifth grade. The Empire State Building is going to have an elevator accident, and there will be a sinkhole in Manhattan, and a winter storm will bury Boston under 20 feet of snow. How will Carson get to his weed dealer if there's 20 feet of snow in Boston? It's How's a, that going to happen? Okay. Put Jenny on. It's a math equation. <laughs> I don't know that it's a math. If If Carson is able to shovel snow at the rate of two feet an hour, (laughs) how long will it take him to get to his meth dealer? Not meth. God forbid. Oh, my God, no. Can I tell you something Carson did the other day? Is he still here? Yeah, he's home from Boston. He goes to school at Berkeley College of Music. When do they start back? It's like January 27th, something Jeez, like that. Yeah, well, lucky. their winter break is longer than usual oh, okay. because they don't get a spring break this year. Oh, they don't. Okay. So uh, he's always been pretty respectful. But on Christmas break about two weeks ago, I was giving him one of the lectures. Like, well, if you don't get out of bed in time, the world's going to start without you. And he actually said, if you don't get out of bed on time, the world's going to start without you. And I was like, what did you say to me, young man? Nothing. I'm like, you've never in your life mocked me. Mm-hmm. But for the first time, he literally did. If you don't get out of bed, the world, if you don't get out of bed, the world's going to start without you. And I'm like, I was so shocked. I didn't even know what to say. I mean, I want to give my... I, can't handshake him right now, but I'm going to like give him a virtual high five. No, no, no. No, oh, that's bad. No, because it's true. It's bad, then. He got home on, he went skiing at Trollhagen on Friday, New Year's Day. Yeah. 9 p.m. until 3 a.m. Oh, wow. He got home at 5 a.m. The next morning, he was sleeping on the couch. I went cross-country skiing that day. Susan was at her store. I got home at 4.45, and that kid was still in bed. I said, Carson, the sun is going down. You do not want to sleep. That'll be the most depressing thing ever to wake up, and it's dark out. Get up. So I'm after him for being get out of bed on time. Or at least before it's noon his all the time. Spring break. Let him I don't care if it is your spring break. Nobody should sleep past noon. 
I will make that blanket statement. Nobody should sleep past noon unless you work yeah, past say, like three or four shift. in the morning. Yeah. Well, he's in college. He's a grown boy. I don't care. He'll stop Life eventually. will pass you by if you... Life will pass you by if you stay in by. He was out having the... He was skiing his joy. He, he was having so much fun. He did have a great time. I'm yeah. sure he did. Yeah. <laughs> then he complained the troll hogging so far away. I'm like, did you maybe look at it before he drove all the way to Wisconsin? It's easy for me to say that to you because it's your kid. But when it's Dylan, my stepson, I'm like, get him up. It's 11 already. But he's, he's, he, he's hit the age where it's like overnight it happened. Where he went from he would wake up super early to now it's like there was no in between. It was yeah. never from like seven a.m. then nine. No, it was like from seven a.m. to now like noon. It just switched. It's yeah, he can stay up later now is why. Well, I think that he might have learned some of it from Chase. His older brother would come to visit, and Chase would sleep until two in the afternoon. And Carson was young at the time. He's like eight or nine. He's like, is Chase up? Is Chase up? Is Chase up? Can we hang out? And I'm like, no, he's still asleep. And then Chase would finally get up at 2 o'clock. This is Carson- not a Chase thing. This is the handful of times he slept over with Chase. That is not. It's a teenager thing. I know it is. I went through it. He didn't learn it from Chase. But I'm just saying. But he's learned that it's okay, I think, from watching Chase. I don't know. But Chase is successful, so it is okay. Chase is successful, but only because he works the night shift. At the TV station, and you didn't have to be at work until 2 o'clock in the afternoon. So his sleep schedule is just different I than yours. I hope. Just Chase, one time, love you, buddy, but I hope one day they give you the Jason to Russia shift, oh, which is gosh. like the start at 4 a.m. shift. and get up at <laughs> You have to shift. know your strengths. Maybe he knows that, so that's why he prefers oh, the evening. Oh, my God. Yeah. All right, listen, have a great day. Uh, it's sunny. It's going to be yeah, it's gonna be warmer than it usually is this time of the year. 29 today and 32 tomorrow. Someone just texted that Tanya Roberts is dead again for the second time. That's what someone is texting us. I don't know if that's true or not. You know, I wouldn't be surprised because obviously she was sick. So um, uh, we will keep you yeah, updated. It says so. on TMZ. It's like the top it story. It's confirmed. It's yeah, sad. It's so sad. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow on KDWB. We're going to give away $1,000 tomorrow on Name That Tune. I'm not making this up. We get the $1,000 every hour. This hour's keyword right now is uh, win, but this is a totally different thing. If you're here tomorrow morning, about what, 720 tomorrow morning, Jenny? 2725, whatever. $1,000 on Name That Tune. And here's how it works. I'll play a little snippet of a song for you, and then you have to guess what you think the song is. For example, here was today's Name That Tune. Okay, and somebody got it. They won $500. Tomorrow it goes to one thousand dollars. Oh, awesome! Like seven twenty tomorrow morning. Stick an alarm in your phone so you can be here to win a thousand dollars from KDWB twice tomorrow. Actually, four times you can win a thousand dollars. Keep listening tomorrow on KDWB. <laughs>